shit is so annoying, bro. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is That One Piece Talk. My name is Larry. Rhino. Sam. And this is That One Piece Talk, where we talk One Piece. And Lawrence is not here today, but since Lionel is a twin of Lawrence, okay. it's like having Lawrence here anyway. Oh. <laughs> no, he's not here. He's gone. I, I took a spot. <laughs> For good. He was the Kage Bushi oh, wow. the whole time. But I just want to say welcome, everybody. What's up? What's up? Thank you all for joining us today on this very special episode. We are on episode 63 of That One Piece Talk, and we are going to be discussing One Piece, chapter 1058, which was kind of a interesting chapter, but it was also very controversial for was it? all the wrong reasons. Was it? <laughs> but, I feel like it wasn't. Oh, it was. It wasn't. And... Uh, I think we're going to get into that pretty quickly because we don't have really any new announcements at all. Um, the only thing I will say is that if you can and if you want to support us, you could do that by spreading our name to your friends and people that you know or just reposting us on social media. Um, if you want to have a piece of us as well, you can actually buy some of our merch at that one piece talk. Uh, dot com slash merch and get you a shirt yeah you'll get a shirt that Lionel's wearing and you'll also receive a special limited edition uh, box and for those people who have already bought the shirts and received the box I've heard nothing but great things about uh, receiving the box so thank you for that also uh, the link is in the bio if you don't remember what I just said uh, also if you love us like we love you please drop a like Hit that notification bell, you almost hit me in the face. <laughs> Comment under the video with your thoughts. And also join our Discord. We have a Discord that if you want to talk to us or talk with us or talk to everybody else that's in the Discord like us, then you're going to have a great time there. The link is in the description as well. And for that, gentlemen, we should just get into the chapter, right? Yeah, I'm down. I mean, you want me to shout people out in the chat yeah. first? One, one second. For those of you that are new and just joining the show for the first time, just know that we do take calls at the end of the show. So that means the, probably the last 30 minutes or 15 minutes, we'll have a chance for you to call up and ask us some questions. But for now, Seb, let me know who's in the chat. Let's say what's up. Yeah, man, we got KJ, NM, Blurred, Aaron Tate, Jamie, Sear, uh, Velocity, Easy Monkey Sniper, Jordan Trigg, Jcas, uh, Weird, Three Day, uh, Richie Lloyd, Ace the Aces, so many y'all in here, man. Shandi Wandi, uh, uh, Mrs. Samsoga King, Void, Jordan, Ghani, Strawhound Nelson, Nerd Taku, so many of y'all in here, man. Yo, shout out to Void, man. It's like 4 a.m. in Denmark <laughs> Yo, right now, and this dude stays <laughs> up to watch us. So I want to say shout oh, out to Void, man. So love, He's man. a true one, Appreciate man. Appreciate you. All right. So, guys, let's get into these One Piece chapter moments, all right? Um, listen, to start the chapter, let's begin with the cover story. Caesar has expanded his Logia form to cover the Germa 66 family. We see Reiju and Ichiji covering their mouths as if not to breathe the gas in. Ichiji and Niji are badly hurt from the altercation with Oven and Katakuri. Caesar begs them to take him with them. He wants to get out of here. Do you think the Germa will take him and can you still see everyone getting away from Katakuri and Oven? And we'll start with Lionel. Um, 
Sorry. I tried, okay? Um, I think it's... Uh, I still, I still don't know. Um, I think they would probably take him. And I think maybe Judge might have some type of interest in Caesar because he's also like a scientist. And I think they maybe was it the fact that they, them two were in math together? Yeah. So they have some affiliation with each other. So mm -hmm. he might take him on, you know, to help further his like you know own plans or Judge's own plans. Um, I find it weird that Rage was covering her mouth when she could consume poison. Like, that is a good point. I was like, why is she like she eats poison, and I don't know what um like if she gets powers up powers up for it, but like like she she does that like so I'm maybe thinking, she's like maybe she can't breathe it in. She's a swallower, you know. I'm not gonna touch that. But see, but uh, see, like the German were getting that work. Like we, what we expected and thought. Like, are you gonna get this work? <laughs> you know, like you see, um, I forget his name, Niji, like holding, like he's like look like he's in pain. Yeah, so, Niji like, looked like he took the worst brunt of it. Yeah, I think he yeah. seemed like he's the most damaged at all. I mean, he was already damaged though. Like from the big mom stuff, they had like got him and Yanji. Where is Yanji in this panel? I mean, he probably booked him. No, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. He's probably he stuck in a wall, bro. Uh, he probably got washed, bro. Yeah, he was the he weakest probably, of them. Yeah, so. he was the weakest of them yeah. from what they said. I mean, he is the youngest brother. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Lionel would body you, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna speak on that because I've seen Lionel work sometimes, bro. But... Lionel's bodied older brothers. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Little bros can be older bros. Alright? You guys are lying. <laughs> but yeah. I still I still think Judge is gonna come through. Um they I think they're gonna escape. Mm -hmm. Um because I don't because I think they have further um further plans with the German. Like, yeah. I think they're gonna be appearing I don't know when, but I think they're gonna have more significance in the plot in in general. That's my thought. But I think they're gonna whether Caesar comes, I think he is, because I think He's gonna be like a buggy person that we're gonna keep on seeing more of Caesar, yeah. whether people like him or not. Like, so <laughs> I think we're definitely gonna see more of Caesar. I think he's gonna escape. So yeah. All right, Seb. Uh, same. I, I, obviously, the 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 cover story is about them, mm -hmm. so I assume they're gonna escape, regardless of what it takes. If it's the Caesar thing, if it's some outside force, still low key hoping for Blackbeard, but I doubt it. Um, they're gonna escape. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what exactly happened just now, because mm. he threw the poisonous gas stuff, and then he, like you said, he created he bigger logia and like seems to be trying to get them out of there. Um, I did like how frantic Caesar seemed because he's like, because like you said, like he can't be Katakuri. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's crying, like yo, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> like he's freaking out. You know what I mean? I just like that little touch uh, that he was crying there, and Rage seemed fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I think Lana pointed that out. It's she chilling. Yeah. She she like she was chilling, bro. <laughs> it's like, you. Yo, they, they got bodies. <laughs> like, I'm good. So I, I feel like she like Caesar's not actually doing gas anymore. Mm -hmm. I think he's doing like a smoke screen. And hey. I think that's probably why they're covering their faces. Mm-hmm. Doing something. Because Rager shouldn't be covering her face. Yeah. Right? If it's, if it's poison, she probably shouldn't. But I mean, I don't know. What does poison actually indicate though? Like poison gas, but like even like too much oxygen could be poisonous, right? Like if there's not nitrogen mixed into it, to create like a certain type of breathing that yeah. you're used to. Can't call it, bro. Yeah, I can't I, call it either. I, I didn't pay too much attention in science. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, periodic table wasn't part of my. I was thinking maybe because his is like, you know how you you mix certain things together. 
Yeah, like Caesar clearly he's a scientist, he mixes things. Like yeah. for instance, when she took the poison from the from Luffy, that was like from a fish. I feel like that's more organic and more like, you know. Well Caesar, he's dabbling with a lot of drugs. So maybe it's something in it that she can't fully take. And it, again, Caesar, we seen his. Um, Caesar's just roofing chicks. Yo, I, I was I thinking mean, it, it could be something that I don't know. I, I mean, like Caesar as a character, but <laughs> I don't think he's above that. He was killing kids. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Caesar would be like, nah, that's too much. Yeah. So, I think that uh, I think that Jerma's gonna get away. It just do does Judge implement like implement Caesar into his science division and does Caesar just go yeah or not and I think that was really gonna happen is that Caesar's gonna escape with them and then they're gonna kick him off the ship on some like random island and then he's just gonna have to fend for himself which he's fully capable of doing against probably a lot of what like 90% of the people on the show that don't have like yeah. hockey training yeah. or can combat him so I think that's what's gonna happen he might even go back to Punk Hazard bro Somehow, some way. You know where I think he's going. Cross Guild. All right? They all go on a Cross Guild. <laughs> to have two buggies in one room, it would be all detrimental. All the buggies. It would be all, detrimental. All the buggies. Anyway, we received some Super Chats. So what's up with those Super Chats? Let's read them out. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a $20 Super Chat from Straw Hat Nelson. He Thank said, you. this chapter you. hurt my heart. R.I.P. Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky will survive. I told okay? you, man. Listen, Yo, yeah. it's not about none of that. Your job. It's, not, it's about faking the fuck till you yeah, make yeah. it. Told you. And we man. doing that right now with Bucky. Uh, but thank you so much, thank Stride, you, Nelson. Nelson. Uh, we got another twenty dollars super chat from Ace the Aces. It says, "Starting the show off with a bang, Bucky gang." I <laughs> love it. I don't get it. Yes. I don't yes. get it, bro. Yo, listen, listen. One day I'm gonna just table flip, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna just straight up table flip. I don't get how you could dislike Buggy so much. Like, I get that he was on screen too much in Marine Ford, but outside of that, he's a funny character. He's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a funny character. He's funny. Like, they run again. Oh, no, man. It's not <laughs> I, that funny. I just remember Larry was dreading every time he showed up in Marine Ford. It was the funniest thing. He was like, oh my God, yo. He was like fast forwarding. <laughs> it was so funny to me. Like, why are we um, watching him during the most intense moment in One Piece history? Oh, uh, but thank you, Ace. Um, yeah, thank you, Ace. Um, we got another ten dollars super chat from Soga King, and I, some minor backstory here. Uh, Blurred, the United States of Blurred, asked me to put a poll in the chat for Larry versus Buggy. <laughs> Buggy won, by the way. Um, and so Soggy King so donated ten dollars so and said, "Buggy no dips, Larry." Don't <laughs> even. Why you disrespect so <laughs> yo, hard, bro? Yo, like why le- can't you le- chill out? Legit, not even trying to guess. If Buggy was a real person, you think you could beat him in a fight? Yes. Like with his devil fruit, Buggy I've, balls and everything. You think you got it? Give him everything. <laughs> I'm it, team man. rocking again. He, he was destroying towns, bro. I, I think care. Larry might could beat Buggy, bro, Loki. I'm pretty sure everybody could be Buggy. Right? <laughs> Listen, he's still a super-powered person. Is he? Yeah, is he? Dude, if you swing at somebody, he can separate his body into superpower. Just get, like, a net, I guess. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just put him in the net. <laughs> just throw him in the water. That's oh, it. Oh, man. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Shop Can't you just put his foot in the water and it's just, like, over for him on top? <laughs> on the it's island? It's got to be ocean water one. I mean... Yeah. Listen, he could like fly, bro, and shoot stuff at you from a distance. Like, yeah, yeah. You really think he'd be the One Piece character, like a devil fruit? So you think that he could just put a buggy ball in his shoe? 
Yes, that's my point. If he existed in real life, so has it anybody, had this. So have you ever seen somebody use a oh buggy ball in war? You're not getting my <laughs> like, point. Is that oh the most God. efficient way to kill somebody? I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Oh, okay. Because you were saying real life things. <laughs> I'm saying you insert Buggy the character into real life with the capabilities that he has. Do you think you could beat him? Body in him. Alright. I, I love the confidence. I love the confidence. Uh he won the poll seventy two to twenty. Seventy two <laughs> Yo, everybody, log off. Yeah. Log yeah. off, yo. Y'all really said 72, bro. Y'all got Marv laughing because Marv is now reading. Yo, Marv started reading One Piece, y'all. And, and he's, he's laughing. Because like, this is crazy. They, like, just beat Buggy, and, like, he's trying to understand how that Buggy's still relevant. <laughs> It's so funny. All right. All right. Uh, but thank you so much, Soka King. Thank you. No, uh, thank you. <laughs> we got another $5 super chat from United States of Blur. It says, my bad, Larry, didn't mean to start this debate. <laughs> Larry versus Buggy. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It's your fault, Blur. Thank you. Oh, man. Next one. Uh, we got another $2 super chat from Soka King again. It says, wrong. I guess he's saying you're wrong. We're just going to ignore everything Sophie King says for now on. We got another final super chat from Straw Hat Nelson. It says, how much to get Larry to dress up as Buggy for a show? Listen, how much? Listen, oh, man, there's no amount order. of money. Listen, none. If we get a $1,000 <laughs> I guarantee you. You dress up like Buggy. I'm not dressing like you Buggy. Wouldn't dress, listen. It would ruin my self-esteem. <laughs> So I'd be a weaker oh, man. Put a clown, a clown no, mask bro. on, yeah. and a cape. I wouldn't be and top a... G. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs> I wouldn't be the top G. Oh my god, bro! All right. <laughs> I don't know what the number is. You gotta ask Larry. Uh, but thank you, Straw Hat again. Uh, damn, we thank can get you, super no, chats. Yo, I haven't even been doing this. Uh, Jcast five dollars says crazy how Seb trying to keep brother Jim Bay down. <laughs> 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 lives matter. Listen, <laughs> listen. Why do you say that? It's it's something that came up in Discord. Right? And, and Are Lionel, you discriminating against Fishman no, again? No, listen. I, I, we told you about this. We'll yeah. talk. We'll talk deeper about it later. But it's because of the bounties and my original reaction. I'm good with it. Yo, Marv, you got the the, the boondocks. <laughs> what is that guy's name again? Uncle Ruckus. You don't got oh the Uncle Ruckus theme? <laughs> Gotta get the Uncle Ruckus theme for yeah. Sebastian, bro. Listen, I like Jimbe, bro. Y'all try to act like I dislike Jimbe. I Can't call him. Leave you monkeys. <laughs> I actively call him Boss Jimbe in the Discord. All right? Thank you, guys. Oh, Thank man. You. I ain't trying to keep no fish man down, man. Except maybe. Sounds like it. Except, yeah. except um, not even Hoodie, because there was a part of me that low key support Hoodie. But, um,. There was one of them fishmen in his crew that I just was like, oh, this dude's trash. Uh, I don't think it was the source. As guy. like a, a, a fishman yeah. or as like a, a person that like, in, in like his capabilities? Like, what are we talking? Both. That's racist. He <laughs> <laughs> could be a bad character, bro. I thought he was a genuinely bad character. I didn't think Hoodie was a bad character, but there was one of them guys. I don't remember his name. It was a All bad right. character. Go to the next one, bro. All right. We We're got still on the cover story. I know. <laughs> we got a die, uh, $10 super chat from Jameer Sanders. It says, Thank you, Jameer. Yo, missed last episode, but I'm back for y'all. It's okay, Larry. You do be making sense, but buggy gang all day. Oh, <laughs> you saw Larry Remember that time you said it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my 
my God. He said, how do y'all see the lower half straw hat group growing or making an impact in the future? They all make a significant impact except Usopp. Even Usopp, bro. I gotta hit out Usopp, man. Listen, I, I, I mean, I don't know if y'all have anything specific, but they're all obviously exceptional in what they do. So I think what they do specifically will have some sort of crazy bearing beyond just the crew potentially. Like yeah. Chopper's talking about curing all diseases that will impact the world. Can cure the smile disease. So. We we ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, bro. That was wild. Yeah, it's bad. Writing. Did he even see it? That's my only like. Did he ever get told about it? I'm I don't sure. know how he's, he's, he's in Wano. I don't know, man. That was wild. But we passed Wano. We all yeah. that. Frankie's going to make an impact. Yeah. Especially if he ends up building, like, another Pluton. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nami will have the map of the world. Yeah. Like uh, Robin is going to probably become a teacher and teach out the ancient language again. Okay, right. Yeah. Right. Um, I, like, I, like, Chopper will cure most diseases, but... You gotta kill them smiles too. You gotta spin the block. Yeah. You gotta spin the block on the smiles. I mean, that's honestly clear. Um, curing, <laughs> curing all diseases. That's a like. That's hard to becoming pirate king in Wars Gate. Yeah. Like, that's literally impossible. All right, next one. So, all right. Uh, but thank you so much, Jameer. Yeah, um, thank you. Blur donated another five dollars. It says, "I'll donate two hundred if Larry dresses like Bucky or Marco." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which, uh, yeah, now I want to ask listen, like, if you had to pick. If you had one? to pick, which one? You yeah. had to, you had to, yeah. you had to cosplay as one. On B row, neither. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! Neither one. I can't. My life's on the line. You let me die. <laughs> Why are you thinking about it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yo, RIP to me, bro. That's crazy. That's probably, crazy. I probably dress like Buggy before I dress like Marco. Okay. Okay. Dang, uh, yo, it's just a clown fit. Like, how I'm a clown, bro? Like, remember, you hate Marco that much? I, I just think, think that. I, don't think he I hates think that. Marco. No, I think that Buggy, as as useless as he is, has accomplished more than Marco has ever accomplished. That's actually fair. Yeah. I'm not so, even gonna lie. Yeah. I gotta go with Buggy over fair. Marco. And it's not just hate, it's just like that makes sense. Oh. If you think it's hate, you're a hater. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, all one today. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. We really do. Uh, we got another two dollars from Jameer Sanders. It says chill out with the goddy Usopp hate, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> another two dollars from Blair that says we're gonna spend two hours on the cover, guys. <laughs> Y'all keep donating like this. Oh, man. We, <laughs> we got five dollars from Oz. It says, my boys can't watch the episode today, but I'll watch later. Uh, much love, y'all. Sanji Bounty less than Jim, Jim B.O. Why are you saying like that? <laughs> thank you. My ass thank off. you, thank you, thank you. It Hopefully is. you watch we, the episode later. We ain't, yeah. we ain't get there yet, but it is lower than Jim B.O., bro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next. Oh man, we got <laughs> we got a five dollar super chat from Jake Az. It says I'm not racist, Wait, bro. Oz said that. No, Oz said the the last thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, thanks, Oz. It says uh, Jake Az says I'm not racist, bro. My friend's dad's brother's second cousin's husband is a fisherman. <laughs> 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 Listen. Oh man. 
I'm not racist against the fish man, bro. Oh, man. It's terrible. Y'all be saying the craziest things about me. All right. Uh, we got a $5 super chat from Seer Aiken. It says, I think Frankie built some things from Pluton into the sunny because he didn't read the pages, so he Thank must you. have gotten ideas from it. Um, I like that. We've been speculating. Yeah. That. That, that's been a long speculation. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely... I. It's definitely possible, but if Pluton is what I expect it to be or suspect it to be, where it's like changing the weather and changing the ocean currents and create like, bro, Frankie hasn't come close to building anything to that nature. Yeah. But is there pieces? I'd probably say like the cannon that they I shoot from. I was thinking from the same thing. Yeah. Right? I think probably, it's probably yeah, styled just yeah. from yeah. the design. It's obviously not as powerful, but yeah. I can... If it is a ship, like we assume it is, yeah. it probably had a giant cannon in the front that was able to take people out. Yeah. Um, I think the, the biggest, the biggest, most impactful thing about Sunny is like its ability to just like the cannon to shoot away. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something that Pluton had. I I literally just said that. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the cannon in the front. <laughs> my boy. I was trying to read the chats. That's my B, bro. My B. It's all right, bro. It's all right. Like, I even agree with Larry. I, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I don't be paying attention when y'all speak, bro. I be trying to read the chat. My fault. All right, next one. Uh, we got one last super chat. It's five dollars from Straw Hat Nelson. Straw Hat, man, what's up? Thank you so much, Nelson. <laughs> it says, you. getting closer to a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> This is too funny. Oh my god! All right, that's all the super chats for now. Uh, We really do appreciate those guys. Yeah, we gotta get through the chapter. (laughs) So we're gonna get through the chapter, and then we'll do the super chats after. Oh my god! All right, so the chapter officially starts off with Nami yelling at Luffy and locking him in a cage as he's shown to have been badly beaten. It's because Luffy jumped off Wano. The entirety of Wano, <laughs> and ended up breaking a piece of the Sunny while endangering everyone else's lives because he forgets that he's rubber, but nobody else is, right? So uh, Jinbei lets Nami know it's okay since they're all safe, and she yells at Jinbei, causing Jinbei to ask if she has Conqueror's hockey. <laughs> My question to you, gentlemen: Does Nami have Conqueror's hockey, or is this simply a joke? Listen, that Sad. lightning is there, bro. It's there. I was like, nah, it's a, it's a gag. But shout yeah. out to Parvision. Because even on his stream, he brought up no, he, no, I, no, I, his no, first time visiting no. us here. He brought up Navi having Conqueror's hockey. Shout out to him. I mean, I don't I don't believe it's true. I don't believe this is confirmation. But on some level, he can take this in stride and run with it. So shout out to Par. Um, but no, Nami doesn't have Conqueror's Hockey. That's, that's a good answer. <laughs> Go, Lionel. Now, nah, I don't think um, Nami has Conqueror's Hockey at all. All right. Yeah. I'm not even going to answer. <laughs> all right. Three, which is probably the, you know, this and the next piece is probably the juiciest parts of the chapter, right? So now we get to some interesting reveals about the Straw Hats. Chopper, Nami, Brooke, Frankie, Usopp, Robin, Jinbei, Zoro, and Sanji have all had their bounty increased. Mm. Due to this information, Zoro makes fun of Sanji due to Sanji having the fourth highest bounty on the crew. Sanji's depressed and upset about it, as you can see. What did you guys think about the bounties for the Straw Hats and how they were viewed? Uh, We'll start with Seb. Um, so the the interactions was off. I'll say, I'll go with my original thought process. I hated them. 
<laughs> I was so mad. Um, Thank you. For, for a couple reasons. One, um, the, the Jinbei over Sanji thing, uh, I thought it was weird because I've always thought Robin should get the billion. I've always talked about that. Robin should be at a billion. Yeah. So I thought if they were going to do the gag for the four, like Sanji's fourth, like he always is, right, or typically is, I thought it would be Robin. Right, and when it was Jinbei, I was like, "Yo, we just got the wings of the Pirate King." Like, I thought we were finally getting past the the gag of Sanji having the fourth bounty. And again, I, in my mind, it would have been Robin. But then I thought about it, and I was like, Jinbei's generally more famous than Sanji is to the world. Yeah, and he's probably a bigger threat just because he's a fisherman. Like, he has ties to the Sun Pirates. He has he could be like, "Yo, King Neptune revolt against the world government." And he might say yes. Like, I was like, in my head, like, is this cope or is it just logical? And in my head, I was like, yeah, this is actually kind of logical. Like, even in the battle, when they were fighting, they were like, it's Luffy and, and Jinbei. You know what I mean? And then Sanji was like, yo, why are you not saying my name? Like, in the world, Sanji is just less famous than Jinbei is. Um, but as far as overall problems I had with it, uh, I didn't like Frankie's bounty at all. It was probably the biggest the biggest gripe I had with the bounties besides Luffy's. Yeah. Um, but we got Luffy's way back. But to me, one, like, I beat a Toby Ropo. Like, why am I getting the same bump that, like, Brooke is getting? That, like, Thank you. Usopp is getting? Who didn't do anything? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I thought Frankie should have been at, like, 594. Like, I beat a Toby Ropo. I, like, stunted on Big Mom in front of everybody. Like, I'm only getting a 300 million bump? Like, I didn't like that. And his face isn't on it. Like, I was like... Like I get that they put him as cyborg Frankie last time with the, with him in the uh, the general Frankie. Yeah. But like one, he didn't even get a five hundred million bump, and they all just got like three hundred, which whatever. But like, I feel like Frankie put in more work mm. and deserved a bigger bump than that. So I was upset at that. Um, again, I always wanted Robin to be at a billion, but nine thirty is cool. Like I, I wanted that. I thought Chopper should have gotten a real bounty for once too. Like I thought we were. I'm not gonna say I thought we were past the gags. I just wanted us to be past the gags. Yeah. If that makes sense, like. Where are Yonko crew now? Like why? Like why did Chopper have his whole moment of I'm not a Tanuki and slapping Queen in front of an entire live floor of people? If we're just gonna be like, oh, he's gonna get nine hundred dollars? Like that's, I was a little salty at that. Um, but beyond that, I mean, I, I like I like the three hundred bump for like Nami and Brooke. Like that was cool. Yeah. Um, Usopp getting the the five hundred. He always seems to get like. Some somewhere close to like one of Luffy's former bounties. Like I like that for him. Um, and the other problem I had, I didn't like Zoro's bounty, um, and I don't even know which one it is because there has been some speculation. It's, it's the the Viz is the correct one. Okay, so so no. I thought it should be one point two. Personally, yeah. like I I I I just it shouldn't be. Oh, it's just this much bigger than Jinbei's. Like I was like. Zoro's supposed to be Zoro. He's supposed to be the number two of the crew. Like, make him stand out more. Mm. I thought it should have been 1.2. But the get the, the scenes played out funny. I loved how they played out. Like, it was really cool to get back to that. Um, and that thing that they're carrying Luffy in, why do they have that? Grand Line pointed that out, and I was like, yo, for real. Like, what is that? I think, like, every <laughs> every ship has something like that. Yo, yeah. the Straw Hats have it, though? Yeah, it's like <laughs> most, so... most pirate ships have it. And somebody pointed out in the chat, there is a barrel in this... Uh, in this this chapter somewhere that's just chilling there. Hopefully, carrots in there. <laughs> but that's all I got to say about the bounty. What all you right. Got, and then what about you, Lionel? Um, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I thought um, it was... Um, I don't know about the bounties. Like, I was having... 
I wasn't fully sure like um if all the bounties um fit them like mm-hmm. as their like you know their capabilities and like their progression we've seen from them so far. Like, some of them I agreed with, and some of them I didn't. Like, Usopp, you know, I'm just never going to agree with it. It's just, again, it's, to me, it's just a running gag because it's funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the same thing with, like, Usopp's the buggy of the crew. Like, you know, he, yeah, he's in a way, weird way feeling, I mean, feeling upwards as in he, he's not that important as in strength-wise to the crew, but he's his bounty's rivaling um, Frankie's and, um, and Choppers who are stronger than him. So just like, for some reason, he Cole would have probably close to the fifth highest bounty for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, even at one point he had a higher bounty, I think, than than um than I think Zolo and Sanji at one point at Desrosa or something like that. So I would just say it just with the bounties like you know I get, I understand that bounties is not on strength and it's also about threat level, but to me I feel like what are they seeing in Usopp that they give him them this, this bounty. Like, mm. That's how, that's the thing that always bothers me. Like when you get these bounties, but you could you could sense some of these people's strength with hockey, and you could tell if he's a real threat. Well, they they them. can't do that if they're not near them, Ronald. No, but some of them are. Like for instance, some of them are. Like you know, like even like Bashbong up, Uzabe didn't do anything. So they, they're visually seeing it, and judge, from some people judging his strength, but with hockey, you could probably determine right, he's not that strong of a fighter, and how much is he is a, even a threat to us. Yeah. So I'm just thinking that would about depend on one of the CP90 members. I mean, CP0 yeah. members contacting the government and saying, like, oh, this guy has this amount of strength level. Because, for instance, like, Drake was there, and he's relatively strong. I don't know if he, like, if he reported anything back to the world government, gave information on, like, you know, on certain things, because he was there and he was supposed to give, you know, some information. So that's what I'm like, I don't know. Again, it's funny, but, like, I don't know. But some, some bounties I agree with, like, you know, Robin's, like, I kind of agree with her bounty was, like, pretty up there. I'm gonna give. I gotta remember. I gave shout out to Lawrence because he got a lot of um, W's in this um, this manga chapter. Um, he this going to a Jimbe and Luffy's and Zolo's bounty and Sanji's. Uh, Lawrence kind of again the monster was not leaving, but Lawrence saying that. Remember the whole conversation we had before about Jimbe facing an apple, and you guys were, were saying that he's not. Mm. Lawrence saying that these bounties in a way pointing that all three of them like Zolo, Sanji, and um, Jinbei all have a billion now. Like, those are Luffy's top three. Mm. Top three. And, like, you, you can think of, like, how Kaido's crew, what if he had, like, Jack, King, Queen, and Jack, all a billion, but one billion bounties. So, like, the one thing that this proving that Jinbei is going to stand between them, even though he's not part of the Macho Theo, but he's going to be standing with, with them, and he's probably going to maybe give him a chance that he's going to fight an Abel because they have the same level of bounties. They're putting them, even when we saw when Chase come, it was Luffy, it was the four of them. Now again, leaving, uh, putting them on the same level again, Zolo, Sanji, and um, Jimbe. So that's what Lawrence is thinking. Like, yo, proof here that um, that Jimbe is going to be eventually be more significant as in finding a, finding an admiral. And Bastion also, he wanted to say to you that <laughs> right here with Usa proves that he's not a conqueror because he's crying that his bounty is going up. He said, "What evidence does that show that he that's has the kingdom's position of a king?" Thanks. So I, I um, shout out to what, Lawrence for those. Whatever. Well, shout out to Lawrence. He did take W's in this yeah. chapter. Um, but Larry, what you got, bro? How do you feel about the bounty? So I do want to start off with Aokiji's quote, and like I forgot what it was. Chapter three twenty. He says the amount of the bounty doesn't just reflect the strength of the criminal. There's also the danger level someone poses to the government, right? And 
I'm not really a bounty guy. Like, I don't yeah. really care yeah. about bounties. But when I saw this chapter and I saw the bounties, I was kind of disappointed again. And I'm like, damn, bro, like, I'm always freaking disappointed. <laughs> but I, I think it's just this run of the series that's that's disappointing me. I don't think it's necessarily everything before because I've loved One Piece forever. But it's like this series, like this series of events has just been disappointing. And I don't know if it's due to the lack of like, I don't want to say motivation, but I think the lack of like interest that Oda currently has right now, like he's more interested into making fun of the story than he is about actually making the story like uh, sensible or logical or like, you know, um, like like just I don't I don't I don't really know the words to say to let me let like let you guys know exactly what I think about it. But all I know is like he just doesn't seem like he's putting his all into it. You know what I'm saying? He's just like enjoying the moment. So when I looked at these bounties, I'm like, okay, so why did Nami, Brooke, Frankie, and Usopp's bounties go up 300 million, right? And then there was speculation about their birthdays for uh, Sanji and Zoro. So Nami's birthday is July 3rd, Brooke's birthday is April 3rd, Frankie's birthday is March 9th, right? If you add three plus three plus three, that equals Frankie's March 9th, right? But realistically, Nami, Brooke, and Frankie all have gone up 300 mil. And Usopp. So I feel like there's some type of logic that Oda was using there. Now, for Usopp, he went up 300 mil as well. But since he's like a gag character, his birthday is April 1st. That's April Fool's Day. Mm -hmm. So he's going to have a gag bounty. Um, now, when we go to Robin's, I was kind of disappointed in Robin's because I've always felt like she should have been... Honestly, higher than Luffy at some points, bro. Because of, because of the, of the information she can unfold at any time, and she could be on any crew, and she could hop on any crew and just let out all this information to the world. They nuked an island to keep them from saying the name of a certain kingdom yeah. from ancient times. So if she ends up finding these pony glyphs, which now they have three. They only know they probably have like two. It's the possibility of, if I'm the world government, I have to suspect that those road pony glyphs are on Wano. Big Mom has one from rumors. So she ha there has, you know what I'm saying? And then Alabasta or even Skypea. Like the government should know about all these things. And yet she's in a crew who has interacted with the possibility of these certain islands out of what the mil or two million islands that are out there and there's two million islands there's something like that jeez i didn't even know that so <clears throat> now we'll go to sanji sanji's bounty jimbei's bounty and zoro's bounty <laughs> i was kind of happy that sanji's bounty was fourth <laughs> because i was like yo real talk if yamato joined he'd be fifth yeah probably and i, I, mean, I, was, I, and I just yeah, want to be like yo i just want to smush it all in sebastian's face <laughs> just cream pie him bro whoa 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 bro bro hey <laughs> but i was just like listen kind of makes sense and the reason being i think sanji's bounty should be a little bit lower and the reason why I say that is because I think that the government still thinks that Sanji has the backing of Germa 66. So if he's to he's supposed to be a like a threat to the world government, you would suggest like it's not only him and Luffy's crew with Nico Robin on it 
<laughs> it's Jerma66 at his backing as well. So it's like they can compete and get and like Luffy could just possibly recruit Jerma66 if possible. Mm -hmm. So I feel like his bounty is actually inflated a you, tiny bit. Do you think so? Because this is something that I, I was going to point out that his bounty no longer says Vin smokes Sanji on it. It, it doesn't says matter. Black Leg Sanji on it. So it's I, like I don't think not it including yeah. the Vin smoke. It doesn't even matter. I think that just the possibility of his family being wanting to marry Big Mom, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a threat level. Like they're they're literally trying to ally with Yonko forces, and he's their family member that they know of on the Yonko yeah. ship now. So it's so like, like yeah. is his bounty inflated or not? And I would say, tiny bit. I'm not gonna say a lot because Sanji is a monster, but like a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, then we go to Jinbei's bounty. I agree with Sebastian. I think that, if anything, Jinbei's bounty should actually be higher. Why? Saved Luffy during Marine Ford War. Challenged the Kainu. Something putting it work forever. Yeah, yo, he can, like he said, Neptune is a possibility, right? And I don't know if the Celestial Dragon, Mior, I forgot what his name is. Miosgard. Miosgard. If he told anybody that... Poseidon actually lives in mm -hmm. Fishman Island, but if he did, like, Jinbei has, was a part of the Big Mom Pirates. I don't know if they know that he exited from Big Mom Pirates. Yeah, they know. They know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, at least Stussy was there. She, <laughs> but she was I would also think that he may still have allies on Big Mom's side, but not necessarily with Big Mom, because that can totally happen, right? And then it's like, it's just everything else that comes with Jinbei, the warlord status, so he still has influence from the people who fear him from his moniker of being a warlord. It's like, yo, that's in that too. So I get why his bounty is higher than Sanji's, even though he didn't defeat any of the big calamities. I would say that Jinbei overall is a fearsome influencer more than a fearsome fighter, which he's proven to be. And then we got Zoro's bounty. And I think I was probably upset with Zoro's bounty the most. Hmm. Marco's bounty is 1.37 billion. Katakuri's bounty is 1.05 billion, right? Beckman's bounty is unknown. But Zoro's bounty is 1.11. So he has like 6 million, 600 million more than Katakuri, but he's still under Marco. And I'm like, yo, I don't really get that part because Zoro should get inflation too, right? Robin's on his crew. Frankie's on his crew. They should know that Frankie probably can add Pluton to their ship if possible, if he remembers anything. You know what I'm saying? Usopp, who they're calling this great figure, <laughs> is on the crew. Then we got Sanji with the German 6-6. It's like there's a combination of these straw hats that they should now be inflating each other. And I feel like Zoro being second in command Zoro possibly linking up with Mihawk. Did nobody know that happened? Or they, they had to. I don't think anybody knows what yeah. that happened. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, bro, even Luffy becoming a Yonko should inflate your inflate your bounty even more. And like he's second in command. He just beat King. Even though they don't know King was a Lunarian, you have to suspect that like he beat a first commander, and Zoro's bounty is not even higher than King's. So, we'll, like, I don't, this is where I'm saying, like, these bounties don't really matter, but they're more, they're more so, like, just, just noise. Like, they're just noise to create, to get people hyped. But this is where, like, Oda is trying to hype a certain character, 
but he's not consistent in hyping characters. He'll either make a joke about the character or he'll just give him a random bounty that means something through like Japanese numbers, like he did with Roger's bounty or Whitebeard's bounty or Big Mom's bounty. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, like we all suspect that Luffy's highest bounty is gonna be Gomu 5.6 yeah. whatever, right? I think he's just doing that with these numbers too, man. There's nothing to it. There's no, there's no like, there's no like foundation to this. I, I'd say the only, and I agree with a lot of what you said. The only thing that I will say in regards to Zoro's bounty and, and the other bounties is that, yes, they, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, they aren't as high as we would have liked. But I feel like the second Luffy's bounty was three, the expectation needed to be lower. You know what I mean? Like for everybody's bounties. Like I, again, I had Luffy at five, Zoro at one point like five two, Sanji at one point three three seven three yeah. kind of stuff. As soon as Luffy was three, I was like, yo, we're not we're not getting there yet. We just can't. <laughs> so yeah. you know. Plus another part of it is like they gotta get a bounty bump again, right? Mm. And like maybe twice. <laughs> so like. Can't go too high right now. Honestly, I don't think you can't go too high, but I think there needs to be some level of like consistency for like sure. who poses a threat to the world government overall. Like even if Robin isn't as strong as the others, she still took down a Toby Robo. Yeah, she did. And like you said, Usopp didn't do anything in Wano. Yo, anything, bro. Anything, and he got a 300 million increase. Well, they all got 300 million because that that is a that is a consistency. Oda makes Yonko commanders, or or just the officers, three hundred million and up for the most part. It's just what he does. He did it with the Toby Ropo. He did it with a bunch of Big Mom's kids. Like Pe Peacom's is three hundred something million. Yeah. Tamago's three hundred something million. Like I when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, they're getting the the commander stamp. But when I saw Frankie's, I was a little upset. But like they they were basically getting, we are the officers of a Yonko stamp with the three hundred million. Whether it was consistent as to why who got what. Hmm. I feel you, but I wish we saw some of Brooke's reaction. Brooke was just like playing as good, like he yeah, was just chilling. I, I wish we got Brooke's reaction because I sometimes I forget that Brooks was like a rum bar pirate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never experienced this type of infamy, yeah, at all. And it's like he's he's going into new territory as far as like him having this high of a bounty because I'm pretty sure even his captain never had a high of yeah. bounty as this. So it's like he was a rock star though. I get it. <laughs> he was a rock star. But that's one of the things I was saying, too, when I was reacting to it live, was that Brooke has actually made a name for himself around the world. Yeah. And, and it's like, that's, again, adding to his influence, right? That That's why, like, Yonkos are Yonkos, is because they're just not based off of strength, but overall they're a danger to other avenues of power. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Brooke has a following outside of just being a straw hat. That's why his bounty increased the way it should have. And I'm like, okay, so like, Usopp's makes sense, but that was like in Dressrosa, but he didn't do anything in Wano. He didn't gain anything in Wano for the crew. He didn't right. do anything. He sniped some of the Kibidongo. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, I don't that think was there was really anything it. beyond yeah. that. I mean, I was going to say, like, I actually thought that if they had a higher bounties than King and Queen, I think it would have been too high for me, I think. It wouldn't even have to have been higher. It would have been like, borderline higher like it, it doesn't even have to be overarching kings. i think i think the thing of well, i'm going because i would say like i understood why zolos and even sanji's and the and jimbis can be higher than kai because mostly kai Tiri's mostly stayed in whole kick like he fought people but that's what like you see we've seen king and them they went out and did stuff yeah 
Cartoon, most of the big, um, big mom pirates, they mostly fought, but they stayed at Hulk yeah. majority of their, that's why their boundaries are not that high. And Queen's like, like high, a former but, mad scientist. Yeah. Like, he has government secrets and stuff, yeah. potentially. Like, there's, there's, yeah, that's true. There's stuff there. Sure. But, like, the thing about it, though, Lionel, is that there's a catharsis in us seeing our main characters overtake the people they just defeated. There's bounties. Go. Like, when Luffy beat Crocodile, he got a $100 million bounty. Yeah. That felt... Oh snap! Like it felt like Luffy was a real major player now in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it meant something. Like when he beat Kata Curry and he got 1.5 billion, it was like, yo, this, you know, there's a, there's something in it. There's something innate in that that we didn't get. And when, as soon as we didn't get it with Luffy, I was like, oh, we on some. But I, yeah, we, when, we, when Luffy's wasn't over Kaido's, I was like, yo, we on some shit. But I actually, I was happy that Luffy's bounty wasn't over Kaido's. Let me ask this question. Oh, I of was. course, of course. Nah. No, of nah, course. Yeah. Um, let me ask this question, right? What was Luffy's bounty after Marine, uh, Archipelago? It was still 300 million. They didn't yeah. bump it. They didn't bump it. Because they didn't give him the credit for Moria. They didn't put that yeah. out there. Like, he uh, beat Moria, but they didn't put it out there. Yeah, but he ended up punching a Celestial Dragon, right? Oh, you mean, so after Marine for the entire thing? No, no, no. I'm just talking to... about after Archipelago, when he got sent he away. He didn't get a bounty bump. No, he didn't get a bounty bump at all. No, no. All right, but his bounty was what? Like, 300 million. 300 million. Yeah. And it's like, when I compare that punch to the Celestial Dragon to, like, Brooke's bounty, Nami's bounty, or Frankie's <laughs> bounty, I'm like, what Luffy did should have bumped his bounty significantly but it didn't and i'm like that's an that's kind of like an inconsistency to me because if you punch a celestial dragon your bounty should automatically go high as hell but it yeah. didn't yet like do frankie nami and brooke and Usopp have that same type of fear to the government like will they punch a celestial dragon even at their current bounties right now and it's like no so and i agree with that I do want to say, when he did that, they were preparing for war with Whitebeard. There was like, like I understand punching Sludge Drive is like the biggest thing you could do, but it's like, yo, we got all our energy and focus on this. We'll do his bounty later. Like, I feel like that's what they went with that. I mean, even so, and then it was only four hundred million that, that they even ended so, up getting to. That but, wasn't even that wasn't even trouble for them because they sent Kazaro out. Yo, yo, that's why they were like, yo, we can't. We they were saying I'm trying to remember how it was phrased, but they were like, "Yo!" But they still spread their forces out. They sent one admiral out, that's, and, and he—that's a huge piece he, to your yeah. force. And they didn't send him; he went all go. And, you they, know what I and mean? they were like, "All right." <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? Stop Kazaru? Like, who? Yeah. Who has but the power to send Goku? But also, I did think maybe the reason why his bounty didn't go up because Kazaru went there and he handled Luffy. And to their knowledge, he Luffy didn't. Was, no, remember, to their knowledge, they Luffy, all Luffy, Luffy no. disappeared. Yeah, Luffy disappeared. Like, yo, yo, but they still got away. Yeah. And they knew they got away because even Kazaro was like, yo, what is Kuma doing? Yeah. I just I just feel like it wasn't a big thing for them at the time. Like, we about to fight Yako, bro. Like, the world's strongest man. Yo, they. they We're not having. Like, they yo, have fights, active bounty meetings where they determine the bounties. Fights happen, they didn't and have then time immediately for bounties get increased. Bro, immediately. Because they, How quick was that Crocodile versus Luffy bounty? Because they aren't involved. Like, the entirety of the Marines went, yo, we gotta fight Whitebeard. Like, Grand New was fighting yo, every board probably. When you say that. They have bounty meetings. When you say that, and then all of a sudden, they're like, yo, Kazar, you could just go, though. It's it's it, can, you it, counter, it counters everything you're saying. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because why would one, you? Hold on. Why would you send? 
one of your strongest men in the entire government when White Bear could just pull up at any second. Because he can handle that quick no, enough. No, man. That's Stop. why. Stop. No, he, he can. It doesn't matter. You say, still got to travel to Archipelago yeah. and then travel He's back right and me, then fight. Bro. But Jimmy also did say, I mean, that could just been whatever. But he did say at a certain point, isn't it hard? That's the biggest cap in the entirety of the series. What? Jimbei saying after 400 million, it's hard to bump your bounty. We've seen Zoro just straight up shot up like 700 and like yeah, but that's different. Million. The, but the thing that they did though, like bro, bro it's cat. Now that's something like Yo, the reason cap. why one well, reason why you think their bounties didn't go that high because like they, the Strive didn't go and take down a Yonko crew themselves. Yeah, we we got they like, had allies and <clears throat> people with them. We it have wasn't like, just, like their 30, entire crew. We have like 30 bounties over 400 million. You know what I mean? Like thirty plus. But some of it has reason. It's like, cat, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I, I liked it, but at the same time, it's like, yo, this is why I don't care about bounties, bro. Uh, they add too much, like, like too much drama, <laughs> and like the drama ain't good drama. It's like a, it's, it's like fun. a different One Piece it's madness. Fun. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? I will say this because we gotta move on. We got the rest of the chapter and some super chats to hit. Seeing our boys Zoro, Jinbei, Sanji being over a billion, that that warmed my heart a little bit. It did. It's been like I've been reading this series for ten plus years, bro. We finally here. Like we did it. I don't care, bro. <laughs> I mean, we didn't know Bounce could get that high in the first place. Listen, though. man, billion. You know that billion. It happened. Anyway, let's read these super chats. Uh, yeah, they're they're a little dated, <laughs> but <laughs> we got two dollars from Sir Aiken. It says. Nah, she has it in revert in uh, reference to Nami having conquerors hockey. Bugging, thank I you. I don't know, man. Parvision is in the chat, by the way. Shout out to Par. I don't know if he's still here, but as soon as the Nami conversation came up, he was here. He was summoned like <laughs> a dark magician. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, uh, Seer. Thank you, Seer. We got a five-dollar super chat from Luis Talavera. It says, "What do y'all think Chopper's bounty should be?" How much love, oh, much love for y'all and the show. Oh, we really appreciate that, Thank man. Thank you. I think Chopper's bounty should be like 175. I was going to say 200. No, I think it should be close to like three. You know what? I think it should be around three billion. No. I mean, about three million. No. Sorry, three million. No. You know what? The, the no. ability to be so. a doctor on that level is kind of crazy, but. He didn't do anything. Like. <sighs> he cured the Ice Oni disease with the help of Marco. Listen, that Ice Oni was hard to deal with, bro. Yeah. There was a lot going cool, on there. <laughs> Cure those kids Caesar was killing. I mean, I'm saying, like, bro, he, I, I, I still cool. don't know how he just ducked the smile people. <laughs> That's so wild, bro. Like, keep going, sir. All right. Anyway, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, we got a $5 super chat from Tony Leon. It says, What's good, gang? I know Larry mad happy about Buggy being exposed and Croc trying him <laughs> like a dog. We're going to get to that real yeah, soon. Yeah. We're actually getting to it right now. Thank you. Uh, we got another um, five pounds from Mr. Bushido. It says, notice there could have been 14 posters when Robin dropped them. P.S. Carrot joins next week. What would her bounty be? Carrot's <laughs> bounty? It'd probably be around 175 again, like choppers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have to be like, one I would, of the lower ones. I would want them to be the two lowest. And that's just, I guess, furry yeah, I racism. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see that. I just don't see her as I, I would say dangerous. 200 for Chopper and 150 for Carrot. If that, I mean, yeah. that might even be too high. Is, I mean, she got the stamp and whole cake where she did some stuff, and she didn't do much here. Or yeah, since, she barely did anything. So. And she got bodied by, like, yeah. Yeah. but she was too long. I mean, it's what it is. With Wanda know. next to her. They was about to win. 
<laughs> Thank you. So you don't have to win all your fights. You do. Don't you let don't. nobody tell you that. You That's how you to, get knocked out. You don't have to win all your fights. That's how you get knocked out. Oh, man. Damn, I think I'm missing some. Oh, no. Okay. Um, we got another $2 from Bush, Mr. Bushido. Thank you. Thank you. It says they will all be a billion plus by the end of the series. All of them? Oh, man, that'd be kind of yeah, wild. I don't know about that. Much. I don't know about that. That's I, think, wild. I think Chopper will still be like... <laughs> 200,000. He'll be like 10 million. Oh, man. Dude, he's not even at a million yet. Nah. That's, no, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Good. Oh, man. Jcast, thank you for becoming a member. Thank you. A couple members, Straw Hat and Jcast. Thank you guys Hold so on, much. Are they a member? Hold on. Nakama. Nakama. Oh, thank you for becoming Nakama. Yep. And then, uh, who else? Uh, we got a $5 super chat from... Muppets 34, do you think Sabo and Luffy's bounties are paying off, playing off each other since they're brothers or it's their own feats that gave them their bounties? Do we know Sabo's bounty? Did we get that? Uh, What, Sabo's? Yeah. Is it like six? That's what it million? was. It's definitely higher oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely higher now. It's definitely going to be Thank higher you, now. Barnes. Uh, I'm checking now to see what his bounty is. It's, it's 602 million. It's got to be higher now. It's higher, especially if he's considered to have killed a. Oh yeah. What do yeah, you think it is? It'd probably be around like three. Mm, I was gonna go two point five, but we're yeah. I think it's around three. Okay. I thought of the billions too, but I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be like close to Luffy's. Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah. They call him the Flame Emperor, bro. And he's number two of the Revolutionary. He army. fought Admiral. And Dragon has the highest bounty uh, apparently out right now. Did they say that? They say he's the most wanted man, right? Yeah, he's most, the most wanted, wanted criminal, man. so he should be. He doesn't want to say it, but like I always question, like, would he have higher than a Yonko? Bro, we gotta go. Word. Let's keep doing these. Uh, I think. Oh no, we got one more super chat from Ray May. It says, "Sup, fellas, much love, Bar Hat Podcast." Oh, are you what's with up, Bar man? Hat? Yeah, Bar Hat. What's up, man? How are you? Thank you, thank you, thank you for thank that. Thank you. Shout out to the Bar Hat Podcast, man. Yeah. <laughs> And we got another uh, Nakama who joined in Andrew Barnes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew. All right, we're all caught up. Thank you. Yeah, we're all caught up. All right, so let's go to the next controversial one. <laughs> uh, next, we go to the Empty Bluffs Island within the New World. There, we see Buggy beat up and crying while Crocodile is holding up his head for Mihawk to threaten Buggy with as if he's going to cut his head off. Mihawk and Crocodile are upset that they've been put under Buggy. We also see Mr. Three, a.k.a. Galdino, and Mr. One. Mihawk reminisces on Crocodile calling him to team up. Crocodile calls Mihawk by his previous moniker, the Naval Hunter. Bucky also reveals he's completely broke and the Giants leaving has affected his business greatly. Bucky then says how his followers are a bunch of idiots and he doesn't know why they love him. I know that's right. <laughs> then Navy HQ announces that the Cross Guild will prove to be a major threat. Then they release new bounties on Buggy, Crocodile, and Mihawk. With that reveal, the Navy says that Mihawk has even greater sword skills than Shanks. Mihawk and Crocodile agree that they should let Buggy be the face to take the heat off of them. What do you guys think about this part of the chapter? And we'll go with Lionel. Um, I thought it was pretty dope. It was pretty cool. Again, I have to shout out Lawrence again. Um, Lawrence um, said about pretty much with me. What about, again, about <laughs> him being right about the Cross Guild. Said that it wasn't Buggy's idea at all. And it ended up being Crocodile's and Mihawk's idea. And uh, Lawrence wanted to also bring out that um, pretty much that Mihawk has like a Yonko level bounty. 
mm-hmm. and pretty much saying that he actually is not a Yonko, but he has like the second highest mm-hmm. out of and out of all the pirates right now. Because Shanks, because if Big Mom and Kaido, yeah, because if Big Mom and Kaido are actually dead, Milk has the second highest bounty, second to Shanks, and he's not a Yonko. That's what Lawrence wanted to uh, remember to saying, and the cross guild thing about him being right. Um, but I thought the chapter was pretty dope. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I was actually thinking about getting about Crocodile's bounty. Like, mm. I'm thinking, it was it too high? But I was thinking of the stuff he was doing. Like, you know, because I started to think of um, the stuff he was doing, um, you know, pre-time skip, well, getting Pluton, and I was just like, does that cross over? Like, you know, we know that um, the bounties freeze when you're a guy. Mm. Does that accumulate over time? Like, all the stuff you do, you've done that you would have got bounties for, does yeah. that add to it? Do you guys think that or not? No idea. Yeah? Uh, I mean, probably, you know, like during the Shichibukai stuff, or are you saying before the Shichibukai no, like, stuff? No, like when you, because when you come to Shichibukai, they, they freeze, freeze your it, yeah. but now all the stuff you're doing, you know, until yeah, man. Now. I mean, they factor in everything they know. Yeah. Everything that they know you've done, they try to factor in, unless they're trying to cover something up. And there's no indication that they were trying to cover up anything that Crocodile did um, since he got dropped. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean... Is that all you got? No, I will say, oh, I thought it was pretty interesting that um, that Miyoko's the world's greatest swordsman now, but he has a similar appetite to Zolo's. Like, mm-hmm. he was the oh, naval hunter, yeah, and now Zolo's the pirate hunter, and now Miyoko's the world's greatest swordsman, and Zolo's goal is to become the world's greatest swordsman. I thought that was kind of interesting. And also, I didn't expect that of Mihawk, going after Marines and, like, taking them out. Like, I didn't really think Mihawk was that type of person. Yeah. But, but overall, I thought it was pretty cool. I, like, I liked seeing, like, you know, showing the truth, what happened to Buggy. I thought it was pretty cool. I did also find it was kind of funny that we have two emperors, mm. Luffy's crew, and Luffy's beat up by his crew that are weak, that by Nami, <laughs> who's weaker than him, that, that was weaker than him, then now Usa, I mean now, Buggy, who's the emperor, getting beat up by people stronger than him. They're yeah. both crying, both like, you know, saying they're sorry. I thought that was a weird connection they had. Yeah, a bigger him. connection than him and Blackbeard now. Guess what? He's the end game opponent. <laughs> the parallels are The uncanny. parallels are there. <laughs> no but, one can deny it anymore. But no, it was cool seeing Crocodile and Mr. One again, honestly. Um, but yeah, I let someone go. Well, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Sub. I loved every bit of this. I know <laughs> I'm a huge buggy guy, but when I tell you Crocodile is the reason why I started really big taking One Piece seriously. So anytime that man is on screen, I love it, right? And him just saucing, holding buggy head up with the... Y'all don't understand how great that panel is. Like, it's so good, bro. Mihawk and Crocodile sitting. Again, these are like the first two major villains of the series, right? Yeah, like, these are the two. Like, we were just talking about milestones and stuff for, for, for Marv. Marv. Just know, these two dudes that we talk about right now, these are the guys. And it, I, it was just real nostalgic yeah. because, like, it's Buggy there, too. It's like mm-hmm. Buggy, Crocodile, Mio. The first, those are the first. Yeah, the first those are the guys, bro. The first two Shizuku guys we saw. Like, yeah. yeah it like, so yeah. It, it was just really cool. It was great seeing them. Um, the storyline on how Buggy got to this is amazing to me. Mr. Three flipping on him instantly is amazing <laughs> to me. I love that. Um, his whole crew, his crew, dude. <laughs> even the even the thing in Boji and Kai, they were like, "Well, <laughs> they were like, yeah, I guess we follow Crocodile." Now. I was like, "Geez, Das Bones just chilling, like ain't no loyalty in the game." Wearing a suit, wearing a suit, looking cool. Oh man, and and Crocodile just hitting Mihawk up. 
Like he got his number. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. where did this happen? <laughs> I just thought that was really great, man. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed every bit of this, man. It was funny. Buggy not being the criminal mastermind that like we try to cape like he is. <laughs> like this is just more accurate. This is more consistent with what his character is. Yeah, I love it. Um I know you <laughs> I love it. I know you love it. <laughs> Didn't skip a single panel. Yeah. <laughs> Even the story of the Cross Guild, like like how it got to be that, like where you, I thought yeah. it was great. I really did. I I, I really love that. Um, I thought Crocodile's bounty was wild. Yeah. I was like, he must have really been doing some wild stuff. And it just, you remember, I used to always say Dolphin bounty would be like two billion. Yeah. If he was like out there, this is. I feel like more proof positive of that because yeah. he was really out here running the underworld and doing all kinds of wild stuff. For Crocodile, would be at one point nine. Yeah. I was like, sheesh. Um. Mihawk's bounty, I thought that was cool. Um, and I remember we've had uh, conversations about it in the past, about how, like, Mihawk doesn't have a crew with him, so his bounty probably shouldn't be that high. He got a crew with him technically now, and now he's basically Yako, you know what I mean? I thought that was funny. It was weird to me that, like, they're saying Buggy's the leader, but Mihawk's bounty's higher. It's like, Bo- yeah. Oda couldn't go that far with his disrespect. That was the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, he, he like, couldn't go that far with his disrespect. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he, it was wild to me. Um... And for, for those of y'all, because I know this is something Larry's going to talk about. Are you, do you have a question about it, the, the Shanks thing? What do you mean, question? The Shanks, Mihawk, sword skill thing that they said at the end there? Yeah. With the bounty? Yeah. All right, then I'll, I'll wait for that. Um, no, I don't have a question, but I'm oh, going to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, listen, for those of y'all out here trying to use this as proof positive that Mihawk is stronger than Shanks, calm your ass down. Thank it's you. It's not. Yeah, thank you. You are out of your mind. They specifically said sword skill, and it's something we always talk about. Yeah. He's a better swordsman than Shanks. Shanks will punch Mihawk dead in shit. <laughs> I understand that. Okay. Right in his mata. Yeah, bro. Like, what? <laughs> I, I just the the debates that have been had. I just don't understand it. It's obvious. Shanks is not as Mihawk is a better swordsman. Shank is a stronger fighter. I think that's obvious. Yeah. To, that should be obvious. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to let you go, Larry. You go ahead. Oh, man. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I loved everything about it. I loved everything about it except the reveal of bounties for Mihawk and Crocodile. Mm. Um, I, lo- I loved everything that you just said because I that's literally how I felt. Uh, I know that Sebastian doesn't really like people without blonde hair. And, like, Crocodile is, like, the first villain or his first character in the One Piece series Stop that it. doesn't have blonde hair. That he's just like, yo. Stop it. He needs to get blonde hair. Stop it. You know I, what I'm saying? I'm coming for a note all the time, bro. And it's like. Stop it. And it's like, just to see that Crocodile is still as, like, you know, drippy and actually as charismatic as he is. Just brings great like feelings towards everything that happened and knowing that he set everything up yeah is it makes it so much better and it's like yo mihawk like check this out like he really had mihawk's number like in his denden mushi and i don't even know how they <laughs> save numbers yeah i would yeah. bring that up I'm so gonna... like how does that work he must have he got connects bro but um i forgot about that besides that i do want to touch on the the biggest thing man and i hate it bro because this is another sort of one piece madness and it's like the the Shanks versus like Mihawk thing, right? And like they're both swordsmen, yada yada yada. And I'll, I'll bring a couple statements up to disprove why like Mihawk isn't stronger than Shanks. But again, this is all evidence of speculation, right? So I will say this: swordsmen. There are two known different types of swordsmen, right? The strong blade, which literally emphasizes like strength, and the gentle blade, which emphasizes like speed. Mihawk has the greatest balance of both 
he can cut through ships and deflect bullets with like graceful speed, right? As stated by Hyoguro, he quotes, in Wano, the power is transferred from the body to the blade. Thank you. When we wished to cut, we can cut through even steel. When we wish not to cut, we cannot cut through paper. And uh, a fully mastered sword becomes one with the swordsman's will, right? So we have certain swordsmen in this verse of One Piece. Aokiji, Kanjiro, Fujitora, Drake, Kazaro, Pika, Arlong, Jack, Cracker, Big Mom, Izo, Brooke, Law, King, and even Roger all use swords. Are they swordsmen? I mean, are they true swordsmen or do they just have other means of fighting too? Right. And it's like, this is the problem with the strongest swordsman like title. It holds no true value except to a very, very minuscule minority of One Piece characters. And I think that, you know, for example, let me let me even use this one, right? If Mihawk put his sword down, would he do sword techniques without the sword in his hand? Maybe. And this is why and this is why I say this, right? Zoro is a swordsman, like a true swordsman. And what does he do without swords? I think in chapter 312, he ended up using Dragon Twister yeah, yeah. against like, Hamburg in order to hurt him. Would he have done more damage with swords? You would suggest yeah, so, right? Yeah, of course. When he fought Hachi at Fishman Island, uh, not at Fishman Island, but at Nami's home village. Arlong Park. What did he end up doing? He ended up Tatsumaki, taking yeah. a sword mm -hmm. and doing his technique. Yeah. And it's like, if Mihawk is fighting only with his sword, and he's considered to have a greater sword skill than Shanks, then I have to assume that he can't really fight without a sword. Now that's speculation, he might be able to, but I've seen two instances or three instances of Shanks not using a sword, but also doing damage to some extent, right? He used hockey in order to damage Whitebeard's ship. That's something Mihawk has never been shown to do. What else happened? He ended up using Conqueror's Hockey from seafloor level to reach yeah, Green Bull. Even though he might have been using the sword to direct it, that's still a feat that shit like Mihawk has never shown. And it's like when we say like people that are swordsmen, just because you use a sword doesn't necessarily mean that you can fight only with the sword, as proven by King, who yeah. directly stated it to Zoro. Yeah, I can use a sword, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to punch you in the face right. because I can do that. But every time we've seen Mihawk fight, it's only ever been with the sword. Even though Shanks hasn't really fought anybody and not used the sword, he's used the sword, but then he's also just used hockey alone where he hasn't used the sword. Mm. So I have to suspect that that dude can punch you in the face and have the same effect that he has with the sword. And I think that should be obvious, right? Like, I don't know any <clears throat> film red spoilers. Like, I don't know if he fought anybody and, like, did any other significant damage without the sword. But I can say, if I am to think he can do it, he has the greatest evidence of doing it. Right. But Mihawk doesn't. So I think that when we say this Mihawk versus Shanks thing, we also have to think about it this way. When we look at Yonko, their bounties are high because of the influence, the territories, the money, the threat level to the government. Mihawk, we've always said, doesn't have any of that. So his bounty was never revealed, and I think that it was probably small. It was probably like one billion. 
because of the fact that he didn't have all that, but he only had strength. Now, since he joined a crew, his bounty has inflated. And why do I say inflate? Crocodile's bounty, before he became a warlord, was 88 million 80 belly. Million. Yeah. No, 88 million no, belly. No, straight up 80. No, it says it right here it's in the One Piece wiki. Bro, bro it says in the One Piece before wiki. Before he became a warlord? Yes. It's it was 88, 80. No, it's 88, think, oh, 81. Boy. It's 81 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He jumped from 81 million, even though it was frozen, to 1.96 billion we don't know belly. We don't know he could have gotten a bounty during the time skip or whatever. He might have. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, Crocodile himself, with just the cross guild, and this is going to be my final point, with just the cross guild, his level of power, where is it? Shit, still pre-time skip. If you ask me, uh, right? We don't know. Right? We don't know. And the reason why their bounties are so high is because they're directly hunting yeah. naval officers. Who else had a high-ass bounty pre-time skip amongst every other rookie that was a supernova because they were doing such things as that? Hmm. Kit. Yeah. And his bounty was higher than everybody else's. He was considered the number one supernova then. Biggest threat. So it's like, if we add that same type of thought process, this is why Mihawk's bounty is so inflated and Crocodile's bounty is so inflated, even though it's more like Crocodile, I mean, Bucky doesn't even have a higher bounty than his first mate, technically. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So obviously there's a disconnection for Mihawk overall. There's a disconnection for anybody that if you're threatening the world government directly, your bounty is going to be significantly higher than a person that has a god fruit. That's just mm-hmm. how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want people to like look at this and be like, well, you know, like he's the still a swordsman. Like, <laughs> bro, there's other factors in this bounty like increase. You know the funny thing to me is, because I know we got to move on, is that the same people that are, like, killing Sanji for having a lower bounty than Zoro be the same people that are like, yo, Mihawk is stronger than Shanks, right? But it's like, yo, if you take the bounty into account, it's not. It's just funny to me. Yeah. So people put it this way, choose. right? <laughs> if I'm to ask you right now, Lionel, I'll ask you this. Because they also bring up, well, if, if Shanks is a swordsman and Luffy has to fight Shanks... Doesn't me doesn't like Zoro have to fight Mihawk and Shanks because they're both swordsmen? <laughs> and it's like, all right, so let me put it this way: if Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, and Jinbei were to fight Akainu, Kazaru, um, Green Bull, and Fujitora, which one does Zoro fight? Fighting Fujitora. He should be fighting Fujitora just because. But Kazaru also has, uses a sword. Fake sword, though. So is he fighting both? No. <laughs> so then, then, then that whole point of Zoro fighting both is just yeah. stupid. No, yeah. I mean, if he a thug, no. no. So it's like at the end of the day, we gotta recognize like like people people just don't know how to like take yeah. information and directly like digest it. You know what I'm saying? Are they trolling? No, because if you think about it, <laughs> Big Mom has a sword. Yeah, like, people forget I, that. I mentioned that. Like yeah. Big Mom has a sword. Yo, Izo had a sword. Yeah. So it's like they're considered swordsmen. Or are they just people who fight with swords, bro? Does Izo have a sword? Yeah. He uses guns, though. But he he has, he has a sword. A, he has something. He, yeah. Keep that thing on him, I guess. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I just look at it as like, you got to take this shit with a huge grain of salt. <laughs> huge grain of salt. And it's still shanks over uh, Mihawk any day of the week until we're proven wrong. And I think that until we're proven wrong, like, you're just... 
you're just capping. <laughs> Directly capping. But that's all I got to say. Uh, let's uh, hold on. Marv, we'll do the break and then we'll go to the super chats, guys. Give us one second to do the sponsor. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with a relationship, or just struggling from low self-esteem. Listen, I've been there. We've been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire, simple as that, to help assess your specific needs. And then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I happened to sign up at one point regarding my confidence issues. Next thing you know, my confidence issues are not issues anymore. I'm doing pretty well in that area. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer goes out to all that One Piece Talk listeners. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-O-P-T. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Um. Oh man! So did you want to say? <laughs> oh yeah, just real quick, because Lionel brought it up during the break that uh, with King and Zoro is like a prime example that King isn't a a swordsman per se. He was willing to punch Zoro and stuff, right? And like Zoro fighting him, he wasn't. He was a better swordsman than King, obviously, but he wasn't stronger than King. And how he became stronger than King was him imbuing like his will into the fight, his willpower, not an increase in his swordsmanship capabilities. So like. Yo, can you drop a clue bomb or something like that? <laughs> Come on, man. It's, I don't, again, I'm not a hockey's everything, but obviously Shanks doing these hockey things. He can overcome some sword stuff, yeah. right? But All right, and then uh, let's get to the Super Chats. Uh, yeah, we got a couple that were sitting for a little bit. Um, Sorry about that, guys. All right, it says, uh, Sir Aiken, thank you again. That's thank you, Sir Aiken. Thank you. Donating today. It says, had to become a member of the best One Piece podcast. Let's go! <laughs> thank you so much, Aiken. We saw you became a member, man. We really do appreciate thank it. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, Nakama. Um, appreciate that. Straw Hat Nelson, $2 Super Chat, says, it hurt my chest. I don't know what he's referring to, <laughs> but that's funny. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to, Straw Hat, uh, but I really appreciate it. Uh, Jordan, with the five-month membership. Uh, Thank you for being of, a member for five of, months, Jordan. Yonko, man, really you. out here. Buggy getting handled like that made my week. Croc and Mihawk running it right. <laughs> it was great. Again, I'm a Buggy fan, Yeah, but because he's funny. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he's actually strong. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. <laughs> um, and we got a $10 super chat from Barney. Thank you. It's a, well, it's a CA. I don't know what that is exactly. But it says, uh, been listening for a while on Spotify, first time watching, looking forward to your guys' show every week, Andrew Barnes, a.k.a. Barney. Hey, you just became a member, right? Thank Dang. you so much, Thank man. you so much, Barney. Appreciate it. Spotify gang, man. Spotify gang. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of people that listen on Spotify, actually. 
So. It's wild. Oh man, our guy Insatiable Hunger with the $5 super chat. Hey, Insatiable, so, thank you. So, thank if you. we get Croco with Katakuri level hockey, I'm expecting every Warlord to come back as a Yako Commander level. If not, <laughs> even Moria? I would love to see buff Moria. <laughs> uh, I mean, buff Moria would be cool. Handsome Moria. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's dead. <laughs> Nah, Moria's dead. Yeah. I, the, thing Moria's is, dead. Hold on, the thing is, the thing is, with that moment, I don't think Blackbeard went, like, I'm going to kill you for your death. He said, yo, join me. I'm going to suck you, dog. Come on, all right, bro, all right. Taking you out for the <laughs> hey, night. yo. All right, uh, but thank you so much. Show the shadow of my ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> we got a from Baldy Cornell, it says, Thank How you, come Baldi. kids' hockey isn't on the same level as Luffy's? He fought three Yonko and he should have grown way more than Luffy. Because, hockey bro, blooms in battle. Bro, because he you, was getting washed in the Where battles. do you throw all the food you don't want? <laughs> that's, your, that's your answer. Um, I, don't, I just don't agree that kids' hockey should be as high as Luffy's. Where do you throw just, all the food you don't want? Well, I'm, I'm a kid guy, but that's just not. Also like, it, what do you do with Luffy, an empty water bottle, bro? <laughs> We well, recycled. They said, the they said Luffy had a, a na um, naturally strong talent for hockey. They didn't say that about Kid. So, <laughs> so that's my take on it. Yeah, bro. Plus, Par has a great video on this um, in which he he talks about how Luffy went through the journey he went through. Man, f that video. Listen, f that video. It's a video, good video. Man. Shout out to Par. Listen, he talks about every, how Luffy fought is in free time skate. Every video Kid did it. Par Vision makes is a good video, <laughs> <laughs> but it don't mean the topic sucks. Listen, that was a good topic. Nah, it wasn't it a good topic. Sense. It made sense. Nah, it was Kid nah, Law. They listen, didn't whatever. Whatever. Listen, right. Anyway, it's not um, one of best. Not one of Par's best. It was a good video. Um, we got a two dollar super chat from Muppets thirty four. Thanks again, Muppet. I Thank think you, Muppet. A couple of super chats you sent in today. Uh, close to one k. <laughs> this buggy outfit. Listen, guys, I'm serious. I will convince Larry to, to, to get this. I will oh, buy you're the just costume. Me. I'm a, you're you're gonna convince me. Yeah. I will buy the costume and everything. All right, one k. One K and one stream. Listen, sis. That's I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. One K and one stream. We will get Larry to get the buggy out. <laughs> paint, face paint, red nose, the whole oh shebang, man. Listen, man. Well, we really appreciate it, guys. Thank um, you. But that's all the super chats for now. That's all the super chats. Yeah. Everything is done. Yeah. All right. We'll get to the final topic and then we'll start taking phone calls, everybody. Thank you, Arigato, for staying with us so long. If you haven't liked the video just yet, please like. The Yo, can you stop bringing your fist so close to my face? Please like the video right now. Uh, okay, so finally we get to the end of the chapter where it focuses on the Revolutionary Army. It seems as if the main leaders of the Revs are having a meeting on Kamabaka Queendom. The Revs received some type of word that Sabo's okay. Dragon tells Koala that if Sabo did indeed kill King Nefertari, there will be a reckoning between them no matter the reason. Then we see Kuma back in his usual garments. Dragon tells Kuma to tell him what he's seen and Kuma responds with, as you command. Then the Revs receive a ring on their Denden Mushi. Thank you. The Marines are aware of the call and listen in. Koala tells everyone to quiet down and she picks up the call. Then you hear the words, it's me, Sabo. What are your final thoughts on the end of this chapter, Lionel? I thought this was very interesting. I got I to shout out Lawrence again. <laughs> he, took his, he took his catchphrase, huh? He took his I catchphrase. know. I talk, I'm, I'm Lawrence now. Right, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Lawrence did say um, pretty much that Dragon wouldn't be happy if Sabo actually did kill Cobra. So Lawrence called that 
So give shout out to Lawrence again. Lawrence but, took major W's yeah, in this did. chapter, bro. He yeah, he did. Um, I used to, when with the whole Kuma thing, I started thinking, yo, me and Lawrence, me and Lawrence thought this at the same time. Was Kuma planted in the world government by dragging them? Like, well, you, that's been a question been, for yeah, ages, bro. Yeah. That that's for been a, a question for yeah. ages. But I was thinking, like, because I was thinking of like, like he was recording, like recording, and like you know, and like I pretty much a smile, like with uh, with uh, what Drake was. So I, that's what I think maybe unless they reprogrammed him somehow. But it'd be really interesting if he actually was like planted the whole time. Now then I started thinking of was Vegapunk involved. Well, again, that's something that people have speculated yeah. forever, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this we like for years. Really? This is news to me, yo. I was like, <laughs> what? I mean, you probably just forgot. You just forgot. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've had this conversation dozens of times, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Dumb, this is news to me. Terrible, man. Yeah, bro. But also, it goes into my thing that um that when I asked about Cybo, with um like pretty much um. I was remember I said that after the reverie, like Sabo was doing things. I this kind of clarified that stuff happened that Sabo, the reason why he became Flame Emperor is what happened after the reverie. That whatever Sabo, Sabo did, that he became world famous. Because they always said the reveries were about the revolutionaries were like secret people. That's why people got upset about their bounties, thinking, thinking that they should be higher, but they're also low key. They like, you don't know about the reveries like that. But now whatever Sabo did after the reverie, like he became more famous than Dragon. So, like, that's what... We don't know what he did, but that goes into, like, how much time elapsed from the reverie until, like, now. And Sabo was pillies getting it in, doing whatever he got to do to... Um, hey, yo. I, I think they were <laughs> saying what he did who? at reverie yeah. is yeah. why. Yeah, it's what he did it's at not, reverie. It's not what he's done since. They can't even get in contact with him since. No, they don't even know they where he's at. They don't know anything about where he's at now. It's it's the fact that he killed a celestial dragon but in people's eyes. My point is, they were there with Sabo. They said it happened when they separated. Because they were with Sabo. Like, most of these people were with Sabo when the reverie happened, and they fought with Sabo. Then whatever if happened afterwards... Whatever he would have okay. done after would have made the news. But they're not speaking about that. They're just speaking like, yo, he killed yeah. a celestial it's, dragon type of figure. It's like, And, like, everybody hates the celestial dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yo, it, it, people are, like, rallying behind the fact that he did that. Yeah. It's like, like, it's you possible to take somebody yeah. like that out. Like, they've, they've been untouched forever, right? Luffy yeah. punched him, but it's like, he's a pirate, he's an athlete. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not somebody fighting for our freedom. These people are revolutionaries who are fighting against the world government actively, trying to free nations. And then it's like, yo, he killed one of these kings that are these terrible Think about people. the heavenly payment, bro. How yeah, many bro. times they destroyed countries. They've been hitting them pockets. And it's like, all right, yo, they just took one of those dudes out for, like, the first time in hundreds of years. Yeah. Unless, like, rocks took somebody out, which I hope he did. That'd be wild. I'd like to hit for him to take out, like, ten. <laughs> Straight up. That's wild, oh, yeah. bro. That's wild. <laughs> Just grab hey, it. I explain why they out. erased him. They you had don't, to. You bro. don't want dudes like that inspiring yo, nobody. You, yo, Rock is crazy. It's possible. Yeah. They yeah. were there at God Valley, so it's very possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think um, I can't think of anything more right now. All right, mm. Seb. Yeah, I, I thought this part was cool. It was a nice little cliffhanger. Um, I love Dragon's expressions. Yeah, he was like. Yo, straight up, like I don't play that. Like if he killed him, like I don't care who Sabo is. I don't it's care like if the I first dive him. into his character. Yeah, like yeah. he was like, I don't care if I raise this kid from a pup. Like there's gonna be a reckoning between me and him. Um, I'm gonna wreck him. <laughs> and then like the Kuma thing, <laughs> he's like, tell me what you saw, right? So like like when I was talking about him recording stuff, that would be cool if they straight up show a playback. Yeah. 
Um, and then Sabo hitting with the, the Mario. It's a me. Sabo. I thought that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was stupid. But um, I laughed. Um, but in general, it's always good to... I, I like the revolutionaries. <laughs> what? I like the revolutionaries. It was a bad joke. I like the revolutionaries. So it's good to see them. Um, yeah. And my girl Koala, man. Shout out to her and her Fishman backstory. You feel me? Mess with Koala. But you don't mess with Fishman. Not, not most of them. <laughs> That's racist, man. No. It, no. I could go on a deep go dive. Go back on to that. your country. <laughs> I could go on a deep dive for them, but I won't. Not now. Maybe I got I'll do you. a video on that. You, you, got, you done? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I thought about when I saw the revs was like, damn, I love seeing the revs. Right. Second thought I had was, I wish this chapter involved more rev background and we got to see more of them. Three, really happy to see uh, Dragon's um, characteristics come to like play, like letting us know like he's not the type of guy to be playing around with. Other than that, he's always just been super quiet or staring into some distance or in the background. Yeah. (laughs) He broods like that. He's like Vegeta. (laughs) He just stays behind a tree while everybody else is having fun and just broods. He be smiling sometimes. Yeah, I I guess. They both got that widow's peak, though. Yeah. They need to to get that right, bro. That should look terrible. I'm Raditz. Ultimate reality DBZ, bro, all time. Um, What else did I like? Oh, my fourth idea. And I didn't say this on stream, but I thought of it really quick and it just dissipated. What would you guys think if when when Dragon said to Kuma, uh, tell me everything or show me everything? What what would you think if like Kuma brought up like a projection from his eye? And that was the first time we got to see Vegapunk. Would you hate it or would you love it? I think I would love it just because we get to see Vegapunk. Like, I don't I don't know when we're getting that. And the fact that it just happened. Yeah. It'd be like, like Kuma laying down on the lab table. Yeah. And Vegapunk is like talking in the background and then he comes into the forefront of Kuma's eye. And we and see him for a quick second. My only fear, because I would love that. My only fear would be that Vegapunk looks stupid. Bro, it's One Piece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah most like, characters look stupid. Not everybody's gonna look like I King, be bro. Salty yeah. at that, bro. I, I want him to be cool. Um, <laughs> I thought about that, and I was like, I don't know if I would like it, but it would be kind of cool. I just wouldn't want it revealed like this. I guess I don't know how. I, it made me question, like, how do I want Doctor Vegapunk to be revealed? And I don't. That's a unique. I don't think I don't know, but I think that is unique enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it brings up a lot of questions that you've been say, like you just said. Those questions have been like, been asked for years and speculated for years, and it's like we we eventually got to find out that part of the story, right? So I'm hoping that next chapter, while the gang is heading towards another island, I hope we start out with the revs this chapter, and I hope we get tidbits of whatever else is happening around the world. But then we go back to the revs, and we probably get like a Doctor Vegapunk reveal at the end of the chapter. I, you know, I hope it happens. I, d- I just feel like that would be really dope uh, to know about what's happening with Sabo. I don't think we sh- we don't need to know immediately still. Yeah. Like, we could wait a couple chapters before, like, it actually gets revealed. But I do want it to be revealed less than, like, four chapters. Like, I want to know what's going on. Like, I don't want to sit here and just be continuously so, teased the so, whole time. So I'll say this. I agree with you. Like, I don't think we need it. 
if he doesn't do it next chapter, he's not going to go to something else next chapter. Yeah. And then like another chapter and then come back to it. I don't see that. Yeah. Like I think he'll he'll finish this off and then focus specifically on the Straw Hats. We or need to focus on the revs. Or he'll just bypass yeah. this and go to the Straw Hats and then just, come back in like 20 yeah. something chapters. Focus on the revs. That's all I care about right now. Like I think that next chapter would be a great chapter if we focused on the revs. Honestly, mm. th- I kind of think with Sebastian, with, um, I think Oda might like go to the Straw Hats, and we're not gonna find out fully find out what happens until like Luffy and them meet the Reveries, and they clarify that. Like I, I kind of see that happening. Like yeah, like pretty much Oda holding that off information holding off until we actually see Sabo interact with the plot story now with the Straw Hats. Mm. Yeah, I see now because like for instance. Like, we think Luffy and Vivi are going to see each other again and how Luffy's going to feel about, like, Sabo killing Cobra. Mm-hmm. You know, we they might show that, like, because Luffy's not going to be cool with that either. Right. Like, so. Yeah, they'll probably show that flashback. Yeah. Um, That's more likely going to happen. I mean, I, I don't know. Cause I, I really just want more reps, man. Yeah. I just feel like they're interesting enough. They're a new group. They have different motives. They're not pirates. They're not cross-guild. Like... We just dealt with a whole arc regarding just pirates with Kaido. So we saw, like, the the top-of-the-line pirates, Big Mom, you know, Luffy, you know, these solitary, confined, you know, countries. I just want to see Revs be like, yo, this is, like, we have a whole different agenda from, like, everybody else in the world. Right. And, like, we may be considered evil, but, like, we're just trying to battle the real evil. Like, they're actually good people. Like, the Revs would be the main characters in most series. You know yeah, what I mean? Like they, yeah. they would be like yeah. like we're following that outside source people that are like oh they're the pirates they wild no. out the revs in almost any other series would be like yeah, yeah we're the main characters. I also need a reason to believe why Dragon is who Dragon is. Like at the end of the day, like if you introduce a a protagonist's father and he happens to have this high level of respect throughout the world, ultimately you want to see. This character, you want to see this character stunt. He also has the ability to just die in the series. Like, you can just go all out, and I feel like Oda has the most freedom with Dragon. Like, he can do anything with Dragon. So it's like, I would love to see something regarding Dragon now. Like, I, I want to see why he is the way he is. Yeah. Like, if I'm only going to see him at the end, where, like, the end of the war is happening, I want it to be about Luffy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it to be Luffy and then Dragon's on his side and without Dragon, he wouldn't be able to succeed. It's like the, the dude hasn't been there for Luffy since the beginning. He shouldn't be the reason he succeeds at the end. Mm. So do something with Dragon now, get him out of the way, make him this spectacular figure such as like what Whitebeard was, but then have Luffy like be the main reason as to why everything goes to the new dawn. Mm. I don't know. That's just me though. But I love it. Anyway, let's get to the Super Chats, and then we'll do calls. Uh, yeah, we got two Super Chats uh, sitting. Um, they're both from Insatiable Hunger. Oh, uh, thank you, Insatiable. Uh, thank you. He says, I can't stand to see mid-kid having Conqueror's Hockey. Uh, <laughs> give Dofi and Crocodile that Conqueror's Hockey. What do y'all think? Should the Warlords lay back and be complacent or get that Rio? Um, I mean, Croc- Dofamingo has Conqueror's Hockey. Yeah. Crocodile, I yeah. can't see him being a conqueror. As dope as he is, I, that's just not really a stilo. Um, Rio, you gotta be. Do you have to be taught that? Like, I don't even know if you have to be taught that. I guess it can just come out. It can nah, flow through you I feel like you point. have to have the basic premise for hockey, of course, yeah. and then you have to learn Rio after. And like, mm-hmm. we don't know if Crocodile has any form of hockey. Mm-hmm. 
Because mm. he didn't clearly didn't show up. I, I would say he has it now. Like I think Crocodile you think got he buffed should, up. The only he got buffed up. Well, the only part that we would have seen him have it was his clash with Doflamingo. And I don't think he, he used hockey. He clashed with Mihawk too. With Yoru. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, when um, Mihawk cut Mr. One. He also threw, I mean, he didn't hurt Akainu, but he stopped him. I got to look at Crocodile's feats again. Because I just I just feel like dude is still pre-time skip. Marine Ford Crocodile. He's just a Logia. Marine Ford Crocodile is like, he looks like he could be a Yonko Commander level person. Like maybe yeah, the third or fourth. Yeah, but he's a Logia. Logia's allow you to do so much. Yeah. But but the thing is, he was at, like clashing with these higher tier people. Ugh. And not losing the I hate de- I hate depending on Marine Ford for anything. It's impossible yeah. to scale using it. Yeah. But in that in that if you if you erased all of pre time skip and just saw Crocodile and that, you'd be like, oh this dude's a top almost top tier maybe. Yeah. But maybe not top tier, but high tier, whatever. But thank you, Insatiable. He'd and, definitely be a Toby oh, Robo. You think he would beat page one? That's the no, question. No, he'd be in the lower tier of of He's the lowest one. That's why I asked him. He's the the, the weakest so Page one? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Who was he? Ulti's stronger than him. Sasaki's stronger yeah. than him. Black Maria's stronger than him. Is Black Maria stronger than him? Hell. Yeah, that's his older sister. What? Hell no. I mean, Black you don't, Maria like, you don't like bounties, but her bounty was significantly higher. Than it. it was like 180 million berries higher. Yeah. Nah, Crocodile be in Black Maria. Maybe, but Crocodile still, he would on, need a buff. Crocodile still be in Nico Robin. Yeah, I, yeah, Stop probably, playing with me, probably. Stop playing with me, man. Damn, it, I think about it. That's the thing is, point. are we that's talking about talking about where I expect him to be, or where he, no, I'm just where saying, he was? I'm just saying, overall, right now, I still believe he just beats Black Maria. Did Robin have Robin was using hockey, right? No, she was nah. shading. The shading looked like hockey to me. She, she didn't wasn't using hockey her body. No, she didn't. She wasn't yeah, using hockey. I mean, dog. but Black Maria can use hockey. She could. She got her crack. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna. I believe you. I think Crocodile probably would be Black. Maria. Would he be who's who? Who's who made Jimbe? Nah, nah, you know he I mean? wouldn't be who's who. You think he's too physical? Black Maria was using them, them, them brass knuckles, bro. Yo, but like Crocodile don't gotta really be near her, and she's not that fast. She's she like got a, webbing. She's I don't a big body. I think you sleep yeah, on Black Maria. Yeah, but you can just dry the webbing up. I think you sleep on Black Maria. Um, but we got to take this next uh, right, super on. chat for take calls. Uh, but we got another one from Insatiable. It says, what happened to the SSG? Thought the whole point of abolishing the warlord system was because the government had an answer to deal with them swiftly. The government is trash. They're always wrong. Well, I think that so. I think it's going to be revealed, like if Kuma tells us something. Yeah. Yeah, the, that, this would be the time to let us know. But he does have a good point because where where were they when they were attacking the Shishibuka? So there are two Shishibuka that are still out there that they could have used SSG on, technically. Yeah, I mean we still don't know what happened to Boa. Right, that's true. We still need information on and Boa. And Weevil. Huh. And that's you're, you're not taking me out so. as a character. Yo, he's so non-existent. <laughs> let him exist, bro. Yeah, he's so non-existent. But I, I don't have any great answers for SSG as to yeah, whether they used either. it or not. They probably used it to capture Boa, is my best guess. I would think that too, yeah. Because I know for sure this dude, uh, Kobe, ain't taking her out. I it wouldn't just Bo- be Kobe, right? No, I don't think Boa I'm captured. I don't think so. Because she won. That's she's, fair. Listen. She's a king disposition user too. And I think she's like has, probably has advanced and everything. Like... 
But those are I can't like, suspect most about Bo. The world government down bad, bro. They need at least one dub. And her ability? <laughs> they need one dub. They bro. would be down bad if they saw her too, though. Damn. But think she could probably just turn those things into stone regardless. I mean, if you wipe an entire island, yes. it depends like... on what it depends on what the SSG allows. My question to you guys: Does Boa have awakening? If she does, oh, if she does, bro, bro. <laughs> yo, tell you, bro. bro, yo, bro, her ability would probably be yo. like top five most broken. Because I was gonna bring up, it does like it doesn't have to Gotta focus sense on, your, on your thoughts. You like she uses Bro, that. You, you don't need just Fuji. T- if you anything, would need no, a yeah. blind man. No, you don't <laughs> have to see her. You, it doesn't matter if you all, see her. But he's, also, yeah. he's also top tier. Yeah. It's like I'm top tier and Smash I'm blind. It. I feel Smash like it. it would work against him because he has observation Smash. hockey. So he gonna be like, damn, I haven't seen a woman in a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna observation yeah. her <laughs> and be like, damn, she thick. And then just immediately, bro. Damn. Listen, man, Fuji, Fuji could be both. I believe that. Unless Fuji's gay. I don't think it matters if you're gay. Bon Clay's still losing to, to Bowen, dog. Like, yeah, just offer ability. Yeah. Bon Clay's gonna be like, you know what? But tomorrow, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gay. I don't know if I'm gay. I might just wanna tap that. <laughs> no, I think Von Clay. If Von Clay messes around and be like, let me switch. I think if Von Clay's a woman. Like that's her. Maybe it's a long cop, bro. We had this conversation. I think it's original. I think whatever. I mean, yeah. either way, he's he's fluid. He can just yeah. switch. Up. She's it. fluid. Whatever. I don't know. But thank it. you so much. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Anyway, um, that's all the soups. That's all the soups. All right, guys. We are going to start taking phone calls now. Uh, Sanji versus Shanks versus. Oh, good job, bro. <laughs> Uh, we're going to start taking calls. Everybody, if you want to call up, call up now. If you didn't remember already, please like the video. All right. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from That One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, it's your boy, Nerd Taku. Hey, hey, yo, this is like three weeks in a row. Aaron needs to step his Aaron, game up, bro. Aaron, bro, what's good with you? I'm telling you, he's, he's lacking right now. <laughs> what's up, Nerd Taku? How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good, man. Uh, I just want to say, first off, Shanks over Mihawk. Mm-hmm. That's that's definite. Facts. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, man. I don't think Carrot is in that barrel. I think it's Caribou, but <laughs> oh, God, we'll no. just have to wait and see. Oh, God, no. That might be true. It, it could we that must that, be true. We had that before. I, I have had a huge fear of Caribou because he just hasn't shown up yeah. since that time. But, like, both of them... Had that little cliffhangery, like where are they gonna go with this mm-hmm. thing? Um, I hope it's not. But I like Caribou as a gag villain, though. So like, I could I could see an interaction there being fun. But I'm still bad on Carrot, oh. Taku, and I want my pie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't forget. Just just send send me when I need to come in to so live stream <laughs> and do whatever uh, in Discord, and I'll be there. I'm right, I'm gonna hold you to that. What do you think, nerd? Uh, I do. Th- I, I think it's caribou, but uh, my I, I do have a question for you guys. Yeah, uh, if you could see anybody come back uh, from any time, obviously in One Piece, and join the Straw Hats for the last battle, who would you want, and why? And join the crew for the last battle. Yeah, kind of, kind of be part of the battle. Okay. Again, 
not actually join like as a as a okay. crew member, okay. but just sort of like you know be on, not even part of the Straw Hat Grand Fleet really, but just to aid in their fight. I would say again, I want to see my boy back. Mm. That's a good one. You got a lot of. I got one. No, you want me to go? I can't wiper. Two from That's a good one too. Cannon and yeah. yeah, wipers. I got one. Plus, he looks kind of cool now too. Yeah, man. He has like the long hair. He's dripped out in black. He's like he's like king, but like he don't got a gimp suit on. Yeah. Guess who all the good ones, man? I can't. Think of, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anybody. Dolphy's another one. Nah, Why would Dolphy? Nah, that's stupid. Dolphy's trying to take that. He wanted to take down the government. Like he wanted to burn all the celestials because yeah, he wasn't. Nah, Luffy's not gonna his team goals up, aren't aligned per se. He's, but he's not gonna team up with Luffy. Like, Cro- was Crocodile going to team up with Yeah, did you think of somebody or not, nah, bro? I can't think of anybody. What about you, Nataka? What did you What did you think? So, I actually thought it too. Uh, obviously, I want my boy Katakuri to come in and help out. But I don't think that he would be on Luffy's side per se. I feel like maybe they would just kind of team up for it. But my number one would honestly be like uh, Rayleigh and Shaki. I really want to see what she can do, considering that she was supposed to be an infamous pirate too. And uh, I think that if Rayleigh died in the final battle, kind of giving like the new generation like inspiration to push forward and like do what he couldn't as part of Roger's crew, I think that it would be really like symbolic and good for the story, to be honest. She got like the throat throat on me. Come on, man. (laughs) What's good with you and killing all the old heads, man? All right, you're one of series, you kill Garp. Now you're killing Rayleigh. What's wrong with you? Yo, because the old generation just was stagnant. They did as soon as as soon as Roger died, everyone just did kind of nothing. Like even Garp, he never went and was like, "Oh, I'll become the unadmiral to try and change things." No, he just sat there. And then like same with Rayleigh, he just kind of found his girl and it just sits at Shaboi and literally turns himself into a slave just to steal money from the goons. Like it, it, it all seemed like they kind of did nothing after Roger was gone. Like, he inspired all these people in the new generations, but the old generations just kind of sat. Damn. I mean, he's spitting, but, like... <laughs> no, but then it's Garp. So what? But Garp had a reason. Why. <laughs> now, Garp had a reason why he didn't want to be an admiral, though. And that's, like, he can't change something if he's going to be directly under the tender reap, tender, the Celestial Dragons. I can't say it. So, like, that's why, like... He could have just took the girl's hair, bro. I mean, that's a lot. Who, Garp? Or... You can't just take the Garp and say, oh, Whatever. You can't yeah, just that's... take Garp. Ah, but, but the thing is, like, Garp, Garp could have easily worked his way up to Fleet Admiral and gathered support underneath him under the Marines. And, I mean, like, we don't know if he actually founded S.W.O.R.D. He could be a part of that. Start a coup. But, I mean, I if I was him, you know... At least if you were able to gather support, you know, get people and stuff like that, you could eventually overthrow the government. And, like, we know he hates the Celestial Dragons. Like, we know all of that. And, honestly, if he would have, you know, helped and been like, hey, you know, Dragon, you're my son, and you want us to overthrow the government, too. If you have the Revolutionary Army and all the Marines overthrow the world government, they could have easily done that. But he literally just sat there as a vice admiral and was like, 
oh yeah, justice and whatnot. Listen, but you, he you, never did anything to actually prove it. You can call it easy all you want. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. What yeah. you just said. You know said. what Garp is? He had that weak ass Itachi mindset. <laughs> oh my God. Itachi, Garp's not Itachi. He's not a Tachi, bro. Stop it. He's worse than a Tachi. He's worse than a Tachi. He's the third Hokage. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop it. He literally just sat near the top of the the ladder and literally just let Sasuke know, like, hey, you know, shit's fucked up, but uh, (laughs) it's all right. Just be good. Listen, it's all I want to say is he could have feasibly, I suppose, tried to do what you're saying. It's harder to do what you're saying for that he should have yeah. done by it's harder to do what, you, what he you're saying he should have done than become a pirate king probably. I'm not even playing with you. It's harder to do that. Become this figure that everybody just goes, "Yeah, I'm going to betray everything yeah. I've ever known in my life and and just rally behind guard." This is why Sebastian doesn't have conquerors. It's not no, I'm saying I'm saying I understand Garp going, yo, I'm not doing all that. Plus, I still believe in this cause yeah. on some level. Like, if he was outwardly de- defiant, he's just like, yo, F the Celestial Dragon. He still hates pirates. He still doesn't believe in all this, the negativity that happens. And the, the, the Marines are supposed to be these beacons of hope. He's trying to be that. Yeah, I like... Yo, he needed to figure it out and yeah. just overthrow the whole thing. Like, what? Yeah, because honestly, going with Sebastian, we didn't Roger would have did it. We don't know. Rocks would have did it. We don't know Garp's justice. You get me? Like, we got the animals. We don't even know Garp's justice. So we don't even know his views on the like the Marines and the World Government. We just know that he doesn't like the Special Dragon. We know but enough we know that about, he ain't willing to change things. Oh, my gosh. I, yo, y'all, y'all terrible. I, Lay off the old heads. Yeah. Anyway, Naritaku, thank you so much <laughs> no, for calling, No, no, no. But, <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, he just didn't, he didn't do anything. Like, if, if he, he believes in justice. And he wanted his sons to, you know, his sons to be a part of that and then decided, hey, it doesn't matter. I won't make a better world for them. I'll just let it be crappy while they're still here. And then who knows? Someone will come along and fix it. Well, right? Saku, you better be running for office, bro. <laughs> I, bet, I better see some flyers, bro. But you're just something. how old Garp is, though. Like, when Roger nah, died. Man, don't talk about <laughs> that, bro. He had enough time. No, he didn't. Anyway, we got to get to our next call. Taku, Taku thank you so right. much for the fire question, bro. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. All right, talk to you later. Uh, Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Talk always bringing that heat, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Huh? Are we having another call? Oh, is Nerd still on the line? Yeah. Oh man, that was a good one. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Hello? 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 Is it me? Oh, you got a back connection. Gotta drop them then, bro. Oh, you dropped. Sorry, man. It's all right. Sorry. Next caller. (laughs) Next one. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, yo, block Nertaku for me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be. <laughs> yo, yo, block that man. Yeah. <laughs> 
How he doing it, yo? How he doing it, bro? It's wild, man. It's wild, crazy. What's up, Eric? How are you, bro? What's going on with y'all? Um, so my question today is, uh, oh, man. um, do you think the series would benefit from the movies being canon? And if so, which character from the movies would you like to see introduced into the series? Oh man, yeah. I've said this. Uh, I think in par stream, I think that every movie that comes out for One Piece should always be from the past, like or moments before wherever we are in the manga and anime. So like, for instance, I always bring this up. We should have a Marine movie with Aokiji and Akainu running for Fleet Admiral and the after effects of everything that happened after the Paramount War. And I feel like if we have movies like that consistently from certain moments in the series, I think that we would never be spoiled, but overall we would be super satisfied because it would bring more lore to the One Piece world. And it would just make things just so much better. So I don't think it should necessarily be centered around one character, but it should be centered around all the characters and not just Luffy. Like, you can leave the Straw Hats out, yeah. like, out of a movie. And everybody would still go to watch it. I feel like you didn't answer his question. I did. Did you? Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, what, what, so, but what character would you like to yeah, see, see introduced now? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you mean? You have to take like out of the movies that we've gotten now, what character would you like to see oh. become canon and introduced? Damn, I didn't answer your question at all. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shiki. Mm. I think it, okay. I think he's canon though. Yeah, he's been canonized. Yo, already. but his movie is just not canon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so ha I think has she has Shiki been introduced though, or just named in the series? He's been named. Like, he's been named and shown to go yeah. against Roger. I mean, Roger okay. and also Garth yeah, and you, Sengoku. If you canonize yeah. ca Chapter Zero, which I think you have to, yeah. um, he's been introduced and canonized. Um, yeah. but even in gotcha. just in the regular series, they name dropped him as part of a yeah, yeah. member. Most, yeah, I, I would say the only too. the only movie you could actually put into the canon and it would not Z. is yeah and it wouldn't affect anything is Z. Um as far as what character I would want to be entered into the series, um Bullet, because I feel like he could fit the role of the burn man. Yeah. Specifically. So if it's something that for the future, Bullet, best option Z, um probably best character overall would probably be Shiki. Yeah. But Shiki deserves that spot. What about you La? Honestly I would my, I'm being greedy. I would say all of them, because like I like like for instance, Go Torizo had a, like an awesome backstory oh, and like cool. and how he came up. I thought it'd be pretty good. Um, if they made honestly again, I always thought the movie should be canon in general. Cause like I'm gonna be real with you, Lionel. What? If Gold existed in the way that he does, the Marines would just capture that dude and just mass produce Gold. No, that's not true. Yeah, because they would have done that with Wapple. Yeah, they. He with them, you feel me? Like no, he's he is, he's, he's with them. But he has no, his own not. kingdom. He has his own kingdom. They, yeah. Because they, they can control him using that. You know what I mean? I mean, he just doesn't. I mean, no. He's not. Yeah. He gold was doing his. He was his own enterprise. Who Are gave you talking about Guild Tazora? Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, can't call him Guild. I always call him Gold. I don't know why. <laughs> but with Larry's thing though, I would like what Larry said. Besides the characters being canon, I would thought it would be awesome if they just did a Ryuma movie. 
like you know what we Yuma went Hell through. Hell yeah! And pretty much shining light <laughs> on what that. happened like, eight hundred years ago. Y'all just point. not answering this man's question. I didn't. I, we <laughs> made his question better. <laughs> I, I answered the, the question better. I, I answered the first question. All right, <sighs> that I gave in to what Larry said. Because right? I'm all with that. Oh um, man! What about you, Aaron? Um. So yeah, I think the movies would. Uh, benefit from or the series would benefit from the movies being canon I do like the example you brought up Larry about having gotten a movie about you know Akainu and Aokiji uh, going for Fleet Admiral uh, that way whenever so like when we got that moment where Jinbei was explaining what happened after the Paramount War uh, yeah, uh, people who follow the series can already know well yeah um, you know we don't have to speculate what happened. We don't have to speculate how out a kind of one. We don't have to speculate what happened between the Blackbeard Pirates and the remnants of the Whitebeard Pirates. You know, we could see, well, did Blackbeard do some shady stuff or was he actually that strong? You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I do think the and then it also gives an opportunity, like you said, to introduce characters like Bullet, like um, what's his face, Z or Zephyr, uh, because these are characters whose stories you've intertwined so much with the main characters of the series. Like Zephyr it was responsible for training 90% of the Marines. Bullet was a part of the Roger Pirates. So it makes sense to be able to introduce these people, people into the series, being that they have such strong connection to major characters of the, of the story. So I think the movies would benefit the series a hell of a lot more if they were actually canon and if these characters were canon so that they can be introduced into the story because like right now what we're get, getting with Uta Uta even though the movie with Uta isn't canon she's a canon character and I don't know you, you guys don't watch anime but the the flashback that they're doing in the, in the anime right now actually shows how Uta was introduced in the uh, in the story like as far as her meeting Luffy her sailing with the red hair pirates and things like that and I think that makes sense for the story and for the character so I think they could they could do that with everybody like all of the main characters that they make such an integral part of these other characters that we love so much yeah i know i rambled on but no, yeah no, no, it's true. I, yeah. I think it's just it's just it's a testament to oda creating these fun and interesting characters that can seem fit seamlessly into the story um but like the movies themselves the way they're structured they're not able to be canon like how I, does yeah. how does i just don't get it like how does stampede happen like you know what i mean toy for example right has a history of making movies that are not canon in a universe. And like, they normally don't perform well. They just get those out there just to have like content to make money from. But it's like, when you talk about longevity and you make quality type of movies, those movies are always gonna be bought and watched later in time. How many people have watched the Dragon Ball Z Broly movie? Like, I'm talking about the first one that came out compared to like the rest. <laughs> Like, they came out with, like, 11 movies. And they came out with, like, yeah. two movies that per one, year. That Android, was it Android 19? That was dope. I like that one. But it's like... Was it 13? Yeah. yeah. It was, so it's thank like, you, Marv. So there's two movies out of, like, the 11. Yeah. So it's like, bro, like, you hit twice out of the 11. Like, you should look back at history and be like, okay, they, these weren't, like, great ways to make these movies. We're currently in the process of selling One Piece, which is what, the second best mon uh, comic sold around the world internationally? Like, why don't we build something now that can last for ages? That way we keep getting revenue from it. Because that's how yeah. revenue is usually built, right? Passively, is that you build something that's worth a lifetime. 
like and we don't get that we just get they're worth the moment mm. and it's like yo you yeah. gotta step would, up your game yeah i mean yeah it, it would also help because like if people that are just starting the series they would be forced to have to watch these movies or go back to these movies in order to keep up with the events that's happening in the series so that would be another way to continue to generate money and you know um and uh awareness or attention to the movies as well if that makes sense so yeah, and especially if you see like they're they're doing like little tests now, right? By throwing movies into like the West and seeing how they perform. And like Dragon Ball Superhero was terrible of a movie. Did but, it come out? Yeah, it came out. But it was successful because people just love Dragon Ball, but it could have been even more successful. So it's like they're still testing the waters for these things. But as if if you make quality, no matter what, people are gonna come and then sometimes those movies can become like classics. Yeah. later on so they could become like a the, like an entity of their own the best anime movies to do that was like akira which is still to this day considered one of the best uh quality films of all time for animation and it was built like 1989 and then um the other movie um neon genesis evangelion yeah. the end which is still culturally like a phenomenon to people who go back to watch the series to figure out like what's actually happening because it was such like a like a like a quality movie that you can just rewatch that like three four times like people are gonna buy it later on in life and be like yo this is like the craziest thing i've ever seen if one piece one piece i feel like can get to that level yeah because there's so much lore and so much history and so much interest and in, like the way oda has built the world to say like yo you can talk about this for like ever and you can even make people speculate even more about things but you give us what you already storyboarded you're giving us like that quality like what if people like saw what like heard what jim bay said at fishman island and they were like yo i want to watch that they go to watch the movie and they're blown away and then they come back to the anime how much of a fan are they are how much of a fan are they now yeah. of one piece it's like a lot because i just saw one of the craziest moments of all time and it filled in those blanks that I was kind of like missing. Yeah, I didn't even need the straw. So I got a. So I got a question. Do you think the series Oda has hurt the series by adding too much lore? No, absolutely not. Uh, I wouldn't absolutely. say that. I think. See, it's it's like a it's like a yes and a no, but it's not a bad yes. You know what I'm saying? Like the yes is just because we're greedy and like we just want him to like give us everything he has in his mind. The, it's more like, damn, I wish I saw that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he created such importance on that event. Like, that was an important event in the series, which led to where we are now with Akainu doing what he does. And it's like, if that event never happened, we don't get to this point. So that's a very important event that I probably wanted to digest. I mean, I do say certain things. Like, I bung up Sebastian. Like, certain things, it's good for just lore because, like... I don't fully remember um, the Naruto uh, with um, Hashi, what's his name? Hashirama and Madara, and Madara fight. And I said, like, certain fights you can leave up to your imagination. And you're yeah. just like, yo, and it's best that way. Because sometimes when you make that fight or whatever that lore come to reality, it's like we expect it better and more. Then it ruined that lore for us. Because, like, we live to our imaginations and we think we don't know what to expect. But when we actually see it, it's not as good as we imagine. It's just like... Like it ruins it ruins it for us. So like certain things I want to explain, but certain things it might be best if you don't show us because it might ruin that for us. Uh, I mean that that just depends on like yeah who you are as a person. Yeah. 
you know, like I'm willing to like take that chance to see that and sure. give the opportunity yeah. for them to like impress me or or disappoint disappoint yeah. mm -hmm. and like i would want to see that like i wanted to see the hashirama versus madara fight like they were hyped up forever and they were like they were calling this dude the god of shinobi like i gotta see this dude yeah so that's just me but yeah i agree mm -hmm. i definitely agree yeah, that was a great question, though. Yeah. That got me to rant. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for calling always, Aaron, man. You got a separate game up, though, bro. <laughs> like I said, man, yeah, I got a black nerd type. You figured out my secret or something. Oh, man. All right, uh, Aaron. But thanks a lot, guys. Y'all have a great night. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. You too. Uh, we do have... Oh, yeah, let's do the super Two chats. more super chats. Uh, five dollars from Baldy Cornell. Thanks again for donating again. It says, what will it take to get a show every day or at least five days out of the week from you guys? <laughs> Listen, That's we've insane. already talked about a thousand dollar super chat episodes. That would need to be super consistent so, for us to do that. I'll answer it as truthfully as possible. One. Marv does not have the availability, <laughs> nor the package for that to happen. And I'm not talking about his package. Come I'm on. talking about the studio's package. Two, the amount of money we would have to give Marv is not enough to support the show for that many days. We would actually have to buy equipment ourselves oh. and rent out either a room or just have a room ready where we could do something like that. So... That's the real answer, and you're always gonna get the real shit. So yeah, yeah. Thousand dollar episodes, no. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, well, Corey. You. I think that was like your third or fourth yes, uh, super thank chat. You so so thank you so much. That's so much. Uh, and speaking of somebody who's super chatting a lot, uh, Straw Hat Nelson with another five dollar super chat. It says, "Do you think at the Straw Hat's current power level, do you think they could survive an all-out Buster call?" Yes. What? Yes. Yes. Luffy can solo a Buster yeah. Call right now. Yeah. Do you mean like instead of Vice Admirals, they're Admirals or something? Like there's, there's no way you can think it's ad Vice Admirals. Cause but no, but Buster Call is Vice Admirals. Admirals. He said all out though. All out. So I'm thinking he's saying like the the max the Marines could throw at them kind of thing. Cause I don't think they could survive that technically. Listen, that's what he's saying. Listen, but a Buster Call? No. Frankie's shooting laser beams at ease, bro. He's taking also, out battleships nah, just nah, going like that. We, saw, we just saw what Crocodile was doing, taking out many ships that's down ships, like that. But that's what yeah, I'm saying. Bro. If we're talking all out, every basically, I don't want to dive too deep into it. But like, like, Nami has Zeus, dog. Yeah. Could they survive Marine Fort? And Brooke could run that's, on water. I think that's what the question is. <laughs> Brooke could run on water. Like, I think that's what the question is. Could If they threw everything at Marine Fort at them, would the Strat survive? Fleet Admiral... All three admirals. No, 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 That's what I'm saying. He said all out. But he said Buster Call, though. But Buster he's Call saying the Buster Call is your limit, bro. Yeah. Can you chill out? Yeah. I'm trying to give so him the credit. Hype, I'm trying to give him the credit because otherwise the question is ridiculous. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> listen up, guys. Uh, this is the end of the show. I just want to say thank you for joining us on this fantastic episode, uh, episode 63. Um, if you could please like the video, like the video. It's much appreciated. If you haven't said anything in the comments just yet, uh, comment on the video after it's done streaming. Let us know your thoughts. Um, and I just want to say thank you for all the super chats. Thank you for all the kindness that you show. Uh, no thank you for the buggy chance. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm just really happy that everybody continuously enjoys the show and enjoys uh, us overall. So thank you, thank you, thank you. One Piece uh, will be on a break next week. So we're going to have two hours to just mess around and do some fun stuff. We'll have a longer call as well. 
Um, that way, Nurtaku and Aaron don't come with the fire questions and takes up all the time. <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, my name is Larry. Lido, Sam. And this is that One Piece talk. Jana. SGG, you were late. <laughs> <laughs>